You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys. Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I'll tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy. I like playing games. I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. 
Hey, everybody, welcome to Never Not Funny. This is a free bonus, holiday bonus episode. You get to listen into an episode that uh, was behind the paywall, part of the platinum level, which, by the way, we haven't uh, upsold that uh, upsold that a lot because of Subtoberfest being uh, 50% successful. Um, <laughs> but uh, now's a great time for the holidays. Jump into the platinum and you get uh, great perks. You get two episodes a week. You get video. Uh, my son is here. He stops by from time to time and we play stupid games. Absolutely. Yeah. We have a lot of fun. Right. Who said you could talk? My apologies. This, Thank you. This is, all, this is all the great banter you get when you uh, when you uh, upgrade. That's right. Oh, unbelievable. We're already getting emails that you're here too much. The last thing I need, uh, we, by the way, that is not true. I don't want okay. you to get in the car and go, Dad, do they really get bad? Nobody's emailing. You that you all right. I, I do worry that I'm here too much, but I have a great time every time. Well, you do a great job, and we enjoy having you here. We we need you to pick up the slack. This guy's done nothing for nine of the ten years he's been here. The only thing you need to worry about is your dad breaking down in tears when he gets an email <laughs> saying, please quit the show and let Oliver host it. <laughs> those, are, those are the emails I get. Yeah. Those are 100% the emails I get. Uh, so when you see me in tears, son, you can assume one of two things. I got that email or I saw Elton John in concert. <laughs> those are the two. Great segue. Uh, uh, great segue because our guest on this um, bonus episode for you, we just had him on the Platinum. And uh, I think we all had the same agree. Like as the show was happening, we went, you know what? This is the free episode for next week. Uh, this gentleman uh, had the pleasure of uh, uh, playing with Elton John on stage at Dodger Stadium for Elton's, what is supposed to be Elton's final show in America. Yeah, Adam Chester is the gentleman's name. We've known, Elliot and I have known him a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, he told me, I don't want to spoil anything, but the stuff he talked about, I didn't know. Yeah, he tells the whole story of how he got involved with working for Elton John and, and everything, all the backstory leading up to this incredible night that this uh, incredible in, in, incredible night yeah incredible night especially for him especially for him but more importantly for me <laughs> that's a real takeaway he, the take his the, the story is it's kind of uh it, it kind of loses focus here and there and i don't know is, is it cool is it not cool but when he really touched on i saw a guy <laughs> in the crowd it completely break down in front of his own son yes that's when it drove home for him what important what important work he does he did a very he, he did a very important work I'm, I'm literally becoming a vampire more and more every day like, a, like the, the, the cartoon version of a vampire yeah. not a not a twilight vampire are vampires are vampires cool <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean by that? They're supposed to be cool, right? Like they're always presented yeah. as being cool. I don't know what Matt. I honestly, I'd rather be a werewolf. Oh, are you doing a? Uh, are you going political, Georgia? Are you going Georgia political? Yeah, because I'm real involved in Georgia. We're in a, we're, This is just the intro to the show. <laughs> For once, I thought we can get through something without politics getting involved, and you got to bring up werewolf. Really. <laughs> we were talking. Vamp- we were talking vampire werewolf. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Garen, your thoughts? Vampire <laughs> werewolf. I did write a script about werewolves, so. But not so, about vampires. So, so vampires. Then? So, <laughs> so absolutely. In the process of researching that script, did you find out how they're supposed to be pluralized? Because you just said werewolves. <laughs> What's it? Werewolves. 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 werewolves of London. That's more than one. That's yeah. the sequel. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I say where's wolf. <laughs> like attorneys general. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will tell you this. I think vampires are cool. Yes, I'll answer your question. My, I, I had a breakthrough last night, which is that vampires are supposed to be cool, but I don't think they are. Yeah, <laughs> you don't think Bella no. Lugosi as Dracula is cool? No. That's cool. What if I showed you a tattoo on my back? 
Here's the thing. No. Vampires live forever, so they're always super old. Are super old people cool? <laughs> yeah, you ever see that guy from Six Flags dancing around? That guy's cool. No. That guy's the coolest of cool. You ever see that guy tell you don't uh, squeeze the Charmin? That guy's cool. Okay. Well, you and I have different ideas of what cool is. <laughs> these are cool people. All vampires. Cool cats? And these are cool cats. These are cool. Uh, that's uh, Squeeze. Squeeze do cool cats? Damn it, I can't pull it. I was doing the... Uh, the trilby the, yeah the oh you're doing a white cool cat with the trilby again maybe leather and studs is where is that make the white most of it. <laughs> let, let how times get in the way give a wham give a bam but don't give a damn because the the something boys are i haven't done i haven't done this in a while so i it shows oh boy how'd you guys like the rust on that holy smokeles some WD-40. Maybe a white cool cat with a trilby hat. Maybe leather and studs is where is that? Yeah, let's Make work. The most this is the time and place to work this out. <laughs> I'm going to do this in the car and come back after. The, I'm coming back after oh. Christmas break, after New Year break. Oliver, I can only apologize. Yeah, I know. Oh, boy. You I, opened up a ginormous can of worms. I'm going to have this down pat as well as up north where the snow grows colder. I traveled a long way across the border. I looked up a girl that I once knew frozen. I found that you I was chosen. licked up a girl? No, I did not, sir. <laughs> I like that version. That no, I did not. And I will not have the great sir. He's knighted. This gentleman's knighted. Is he actually? Oh, yeah, Sir Tom Jones. Even so, even from Wales. I guess they're part of the United Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, well, can you get knighted? No. No, no, no. Are only, you sure you only, go over you there? You can get letters or something. There is something there, you can do as people, a foreign person. Right, but. but it's different. It's not the knighting. You don't, you don't get to be a sir if, unless you are unless you were born in the United Kingdom. I could knight you. I mean, it's not. it doesn't have the same doesn't weight. Count. What are you doing, Garen? Sneeze. I'm risking my life, apparently. Yeah, yeah just sneeze. Yeah, you just <laughs> held all of your... Did you, you held th- all of your holes closed and then exploded? <laughs> yeah. yeah, somehow you closed your uh, your nose and put both fingers in your ears. It was the it was the weirdest thing. I sneeze very loud sometimes, and I try to. It's dangerous. I, I don't thing. know what show you think you're at. You could sneeze. Thank you. You're welcome. Go ahead. You were saying something about sneezing. Has, he should excuse himself and leave the room if that's what's going to be. Well, there's also that too. Yeah, that's another option. And then while you're doing that, why don't you head over to the unemployment office because <laughs> you broke the bank with your. Uh, as, as a reminder to the two of you. We gave you bonuses. <laughs> Thank you, sir. All right. Oh, you're welcome. Much appreciated. Oh, uh, wait. I think that's on the thing they're about to hear. Uh-oh. That's okay. It's a little foreshadowing. Oh, it is, isn't it? Wait, no, it's not. It's on the bonus. Oh, so they're never going to hear it. They're never going to hear it. Unless they upgrade, you should upgrade. Hey. Look at this. I like oh, that. Another reason why they're going to get cut loose. <laughs> he's, he's, better, he's a better, better salesman than yeah, me. Yeah, he's just better all the way around. On this professional. Whole thing. We need a professional in that seat. I mean, let's be honest. Where's Wolf? <laughs> that, alone, that alone gets him the job. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. We got to scram. Uh, Garen Cockrell's got a, uh, an Uber uh, showing up, and he just showed me the uh, uh, the route. The route. Do <laughs> um, you, you ever, when you're using your map on your phone, yeah. car, car in the car? Yeah. Do you ever switch over to satellite view, or do you just use that little cartoon map? I uh, I do accidentally sometimes switch to that, and I hate it. And it's confusing. Too busy. I need yeah. to be behind the vehicle. I need the view to be. But I, what I like is when you go onto the freeway on the Apple Maps, it turns into a f- totally different view that looks like a third-person video game. Like you're oh. suddenly there's like you're like lower on street level almost, and it's like Vroom. oh, it makes you, it kind of makes you like you're uh, the uh, in a Tie Fighter. Is yeah, that, is that a thing? Yeah, mm-hmm. and you're between you're at the uh, right Emerald Mountain, like the go, like going through the Valley game. of Death, yeah. uh, the the trench run, and the yeah, I mean that would be an X-wing. What's the name of that dark night sky? What's the name of that building? I guess what? it's a planet. The Death Star? The Death Star. Death Star. Thank the you Derek Legs guy? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like that. But uh, it only happens when, I guess maybe when you go above a certain speed, maybe. I don't know why, but 
but there's there there's trees like they know where trees are. It's crazy. It's like you're right. There was a tree right yeah. there. <laughs> Good job. Well, it gets <laughs> Apple Maps. We congratulate you. Uh, you making reference to something made me think. Did you hear Ken Jennings on Jeopardy the other day where? They talked about the speed limit. Yes. And then uh, the answer was 55. And he said, don't tell Sammy Hagar. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> well, I, I think some one of our fans like post reposted. A yeah. Flip saying or something. Uh, he gets it. Yeah. Ken is welcome on the show anytime. But you know what he's doing? He's busy hosting, hosting Jeopardy. Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> that show's on a lot. It's very exhausting. Host a game show. Especially. That's here, right? Yeah. Sony lot. It's one of the Sony lot, which is mm-hmm. uh, uh, right near my house. Come on, visit. <laughs> You're talking not, to Ken, or uh, uh, yeah, Ken could visit. Okay. Oh, Garrett could only come over if we're having a yard sale. Right. You know the rules. Yeah. Uh, all right, listen. So do I. Enjoy a little Rick Ashley impression or a, a reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, enjoy the episode, Adam Chester. Enjoy your holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see you on the other side, as they say. So, on behalf of Garen Cockrell, Elliot Hopeberg, Matt Belknap, Oliver Griffin Pardo, I'm Jimmy Pardo. Enjoy this episode right now. Please don't take this person out Would you politely go to hell Get the fuck out of my way Cause it's been one of those days You know exactly who's here and why Do you want to hear about something from the dinosaur era? You could have a baby in that time, prematurely The numbers are there, but the math doesn't add up You can't turn off a faucet You got it again, boss You're great, you're golden, let's go On tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the program. Uh, my name is Jimmy Pardo. The program's Never Not Funny, award-winning. And uh, we welcome you in on a, uh, I guess, but when this drops, uh, Christmas Day. This drops yeah. on Christmas Day. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy Hanukkah, if that's your bag. Uh, you know, those that don't celebrate the holidays, uh, good for you, sour pusses. And, uh, yep, I forgot to put that on the doorknob. And yeah. uh, Elliot's going to take care of that. He's up and about. He's got that sleek haircut. Doesn't slow him down. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no drag on that. Gar- Garen tries to move around. He moves slower than he usually does. So uh, there's a lot going on. Garen's got that 70s Sean Cassidy cut that yeah. looks gorgeous on him. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome, Garen. You look terrific today. I walked down the street. Just the air just. Whew. Yeah, just uh, yeah. blows past you. Like all wind does. Um, <laughs> Sounded like an insult, but it's just fact. Yeah, it's just fact. Just fact. But uh, know this. Insult was intended. It, the, the, the intonation yeah. let everybody know. Yeah, I'm not so sure what the insult is, but uh, listen, the wind moves past Karen. And the wind moves past Garon. You in the wind cries, Mary? Yeah, by uh, uh, Jimi Hendrix's version. And the wind. Yeah cries and then he goes right in that guitar i've i mean i most not most there's a lot of Jimi hendrix songs that are covers of other people but and then uh, then subsequently a lot of people cover Jimi hendrix songs but i've never heard another version of that song um i want to say possibly peter paul and mary possibly oh wow okay possibly that guy really cornered the market on taking folk shit and making it electric Uh, but i made that up i made that up i'm just saying i made it up did it with bob dylan multiple times did it with dylan like a rolling stone and uh, of course uh, all on the watchtower which is his version if you watch jimmy's records tapes the best cover of all time uh and that's the authority that's right that is the authority no 
other choices. If when Pardo puts the hammer down, two point two thousand people agree. And That's we all exactly. know the, the famous now the now famous thing that Dylan basically said, like once once Hendrix did his song, he was like that it's basically his song now and now when dylan plays it he plays it the Jimi hendrix way he does he's at least close to it he plays it as a jam yeah and it is the the highlight of an otherwise awful awful show <laughs> as we've talked about many times yeah. uh well again well merry christmas to everybody i hope yeah. everybody's having a great day i know that uh the east actually every everywhere but los angeles is midwest. getting uh, get hit midwest uh, the uh the mountains Mm-hmm. The East, uh, like, t- for instance, today we're recording this on Thursday. My father in Chicago is going from 30 degrees down to negative two oh, boy. in seven hours. Jesus. And uh, along with it, three to six inches of snow. Initially, it was supposed to be 18 inches of snow. Mm-hmm. And they're getting lucky where they, for some reason, Chicago, like, a bunch, they dumped, it dumped a lot of snow. And then it's missing Chicago, or at least that huh. swath of the country. Yeah. And then, of course, Michigan's going to get hit hard. They get hit hard because of the lake effect snow anyway and then the east coast is going to be uh, so uh, good good thing you decided not to travel i know because it would be disastrous also freezing and awful mm-hmm. mm. uh it's going to be cold uh, like christmas day i believe it's going to be negative seven or something in chicago and it's going to be 78 here it's been cold here by it the has. Way. like for us it's been in the 40s but it's going to be 78. <laughs> it's going to be 78, which uh, I Just welcome. Uh, I also saw that uh, Dallas is dealing with uh, uh, close to like two degrees or something over uh, overnight at wow. some point, I, if I read that correctly. Uh, it reminds me of when I was stuck there for three days in that ice storm, mm-hmm. that you know rare occurrence where maybe these aren't so rare anymore with uh, yeah. this hoax that, uh, that the liberals are trying to ram down our throats about climate change. <sighs> it's just bullshit, right? I mean, it's just bullshit. Working really hard to make it uh, seem true, though. I mean, uh, you mean Mother Nature is working very hard to make it true? No, no, no. The scientists and the weather machine. Oh, they, oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying that there's a machine. I actually think that all the news of weather that's any news of, of bad weather anywhere but where I am is fake. So they just that's how they're doing. It. They're not actually changing the weather. They're so just, if we were in Houston, it would be like 95 it'd degrees. It'd be fine. Yeah. Oh, they, and they report to us that it's yeah. bad. It would be whatever temperature fake it's news. supposed to be without global warming. Right. Like, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it uh, we're it's been very like you said, it's been very cold the last few weeks. Uh but it, it gets cold sometimes here in the winter. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, we hit freezing sometimes. It's been kind of, that said, it's somewhat normal, right? Somewhat. Uh, I would. I Yeah, it feels like maybe a little, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's been chilly. Like I, being out at night at, at Charlie's soccer practices. Oh, no, like it's cold. It's cold. But, um, but I feel like, yeah, that's semi-normal for December. Uh, but it, what isn't normal is the fact that it was like you know 90 and then two weeks later it was 40 that's, yeah that's and then not, like and now like this weekend it's going to be almost 80 for a few days and then go back, then to, go back 40. to cold yeah i know it's uh, uh i don't like it i'll tell you the way i'll no, tell you yeah. i'll tell you my take on this guys i don't like it there's my, <laughs> there's my hot take yeah. um and it's finally happened and we bring it in and we bring it in uh strong and sturdy here on christmas day <laughs> Do you guys uh, yes, see the name of the storm? Uh, no. Is it uh, is it up top, my brother? No, no. Mm-mm. Is it is it a uh, is it Elliot? It is Elliot. Oh, it's Elliot. oh my god! <laughs> They're calling. This, wait, is this the bomb cyclone, Elliot? Yes. Oh, that's fantastic! Oh boy, Look, how are they spelling it? Two L's, two T's. Okay, yeah. so fuck them. Fuck them or fuck you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, 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 or fuck I, your parents? I might. You know what? I might side with the bomb cyclone. Yeah. 
I saw, you know what? I, I'm officially saying it. I'm siding with the bomb cyclone. <laughs> I mean, on the name spelling. Weather.com's headline. Breaking news. Elliot blasts on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's you, my man. They're, you sure they're not reporting on our last episode? <laughs> oh, boy. Did he blast on? I don't know. He didn't. No. <laughs> he likes to blast There was mouth. a lot. Yeah, there was a lot from him. Uh, well, if nothing else, we've got a great new nickname for the board. Oh, oh yeah. No. You're the bomb the cyclone. The bomb cyclone. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Change it. You are the bomb cyclone. I love it. Everything not to about make light it. of a serious weather situation in the sure. Midwest. No, but we make light of him, and it's perfect because he's a cyclone because he doesn't stop, yeah. and he's a bomb because 99 percent of his jokes bomb so it's perfect you're the bomb cyclone done it's official I, it does sound cool Dude, somebody and it's I, a cool nickname i mean yeah. if you have to have a nickname uh abbott uh i can't pause scalding will make a an old style you know cartoon bomb with the wick on the top yeah. with elliot's head in that bomb mm-hmm. and that'll be uh I'm, I'm commissioning that right now uh, that's gonna. That's something that's happening. Or maybe it'll be like a like one of those uh, weather maps. You know, like the um, the Doppler type thing that yes. you see on the local news of the bomb cyclone, and then just Elliot. His in face the is of that. Uh, somehow. Uh, Let the artist work it out. But I'm just throwing ideas. Around. Well, they could certainly make it uh, in the uh, the wind. You know, the wind moving towards it. Yeah. And the cyclone itself, and then somehow his face and such is in there. Yeah. And again, I'm I'm going to quote you. Let's let the artist work on this. And <laughs> you, uh, we do our job, which is to entertain right. and make people laugh here on a on a cold. Uh, or if you're here on the uh, in California, a nice Christmas day. I'd like to think that everybody saw that this downloaded on Christmas morning and then said, enjoy your gifts, children, yeah. and then went to their office to listen to this. <laughs> I'm done. Just bad parenting all the way around. Call me when the ham's on the table. Yeah. Oh, call me when the ham. Nope. I had something. Oh, I had a nice one this today in the car with my son. Um, uh, there's billboards all over town for this uh, the show. It's coming back, starring John Krasinski. It's a little, it's a little show about Jack Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that, right? Nice. We had fun with that on Lancashire. Nope, not Lancashire. Do you know anyone who watches Jack Ryan? And, and uh, 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 the Cyclone just raised. His oh, hand. He, he, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. he You're watches stupid. literally everything <laughs> he does doesn't he I I, do. i'm like kind of jealous and disgusted at the same time <laughs> i am uh, i lean more towards disgusted you know i side with the with the cyclone <laughs> over him right uh it if you if you had to choose one elliot you would choose the bomb i would cyclone. choose the bomb because <laughs> he watches nothing and then i don't have to be feel any yeah. uh, anything at all about his viewing habits it is interesting in that like the best of shows and the worst of shows you go who watches that elliot and here comes that hand yeah all right, Suits, his hand goes up. I don't think I've ever seen Suits. Wait, Suits is one you haven't seen? Uh, I think so. I've got, seen Suits. You've seen Suits. Suits is actually pretty good. You like I Suits. I never finished it, but what I saw was entertaining. But the fact that you didn't finish it, I think that says it. Like, it wasn't enough to keep you there. Yeah. How do you like that yeah. royal interloper, Meghan Markle? Is she good? I don't even think she was on it when I was going. Oh, yeah, oh, really? she's she might, maybe she, Maybe she was. Oh, the poor. She was but that there. woman had to go through it. <laughs> oh. That poor oh wait, woman. you're siding against her. <laughs> I was no, t- I was taking the other side. No, I'm I'm with I'm siding with her. Okay. You said what that poor woman had to go through sarcastically. Uh, well, I'm saying it in the sense of that's what that's all the news stories right. at the moment is. Uh, but it does seem like I don't I don't follow I didn't watch the thing on Netflix. Uh, I, I and, don't and, really know what's going on with it. To. No, 
I, I watched the Oprah interview and that was plenty. I feel like I was like, I'm good for a decade on these people. <laughs> like, I don't know what the deal is. Hey, of that's, course, you know, I love their podcast. Uh, well, of course. Oh, I love it. But that's just that's but that's an improv comedy show. So you don't have to. Do, <laughs> like, you're not getting the drama of their actual right. lives. It's it's them doing characters and right. bits and sketches and callbacks. It's and fun. It's great. It's very fun. Yeah. I mean, whenever Paula Tompkins is on it, that's can't miss. Oh, I love him. He, he yeah. fits right in. He does his, does his Lloyd Webber. It's fantastic. <laughs> right. And they just cackle. Yep. Right. Then he then uh, uh, Harry. It's Harry. Yep. Uh, he'll go, uh, you know, what up, hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's fun. I enjoy that. Uh, the Markle and that. Uh, it's so much as much fun as that. Rob, Rob Lowe is on that uh, Austin 911 or whatever. And he still does a podcast oh, where yeah. him and his friends sit around and talk about being rich and famous. <laughs> well, Jason Bateman's on like seven shows and Will Arnett hosts the Lego thing. They're all busy professionals. I don't know what uh, that other guy's doing. Sean Hayes Sean is doing Hayes, at the moment. Is, he's, he's got that, uh, the production company. He's got that huge production right. company. I mean, he was doing Will and Grace up until pretty recently. Um, he's very, very talented. Those are three very talented men. Yeah, I mean, on paper, I should love that show. In reality, I've never even gone near listening to it because I'm jealous and and petty. I listen to one, and I and I I like all three of those guys. Yeah. I in their lanes. Yeah, I'm not even saying that meanly. Mm-hmm. I, I I like them all as actors. Yeah, and I like Will Arnett on Lego Master. Yeah. Um, but uh, I listen to three minutes and I'm like, I, I, nope, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. You all seem you seem charming and nice, but I don't need to hear three rich people chat. Right. I'd rather sit around with three uh, with three guys struggling. Hey, you know how that's um, the name of our show, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> three guys struggling. And I, I don't. I, I don't know. Then, who, I don't know who's left out. Me neither. Um, yes. Uh, you know how uh, Tom Hanks is so successful and and uh, busy that I, I do not know that. <laughs> but go ahead. I'll take your word for it. That you know, they he can't even like they don't even bother him with the lesser. Woody from Toy Story stuff, like when there's an ad for something or right. like when they need it for a video game, they just get his brother, right? Yeah, Jim. Because his brother sounds enough like him. How do I become that for Will Arnett? Because I can do his, hey, I'm Will Arnett. You guys ready to build some Legos? I'm Will Arnett. Let's build some Legos. That's not too bad. Make it make it less aggressive. <laughs> okay. No, no. Do you got- well, I, I'm doing Will Arnett doing Lego Batman. Yeah, you are. That's all I know how to do. Okay. So I'm saying, <laughs> if they need Lego Batman, oh, then you're in to sound just like Will Arnett, but they don't want to bother him because they're making a video game or an ad. Here's the thing: Will Arnett isn't Tom Hanks. He's not big enough, so yeah. I need to boost his career. Yeah, or murder him. Go with that. <laughs> One or the other. But then, at least, then I can at least take over hosting Lego Masters. So we all win. You get uh, the voiceover work. Oh my God! What a what a crime we've hatched! What a oh what a, my God! What a plot. My family loves that Lego Masters. They love it. And you know what? I, Truth be told, I, I, I get called in for the uh, when it, when the, when they're done yes. when they're all built. Uh, they say, "Hey, they're doing the finals," and then I get to watch. That's what I watched and, just recently, uh, and I love it. I, I don't have the patience for the whole journey. I just want to see the end. I do too. <laughs> so that's what we just watched. But I hear them. I hear my wife and son in the other room, la- la- loving it, laughing. Yeah. In, they're enjoying it and you know and the th- great thing about lego masters i mean this sincerely it, it was like the domino ones a- every team roots for each other mm-hmm. nobody it, like they're all they're trying to win but at the same time it's positive energy it's positive energy yeah and and will arnett's actually really positive energy. shockingly yeah yes. you can't believe that he's not being a prick the whole time because yeah. it seems like that's his that's who he is but, but it, is that who he is why do, why do we think that i think because of job it's job right yeah and and every other character he's ever played <laughs> Yeah, he's basically always that guy. We've also, and I don't know. Listen, I, I'm, I'm literally, I, I don't know anything. But about what I'm about to say, I know zero information about. Mm-hmm. It. 
But somehow we, and I don't mean this room, I, I and others made him the villain in the Amy Poehler, Will Arnett divorce. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, when there probably doesn't even need to be a villain. Maybe they have, right. they have children. They're probably on good terms, I hope. Maybe I they are. Or maybe she's a horrible human being. Oh, wow. I don't, I don't know that. That's a That came out of left field. I'm, I'm suggesting it's just interesting that we just assumed that Will's the bad guy. Because he seems like a bad guy. I know. It's very bizarre. And, and we've met her, and she's very sweet. She's very nice. She seems very pleasant. Yeah. So uh, what else are we just to assume? But I also met him at the UC several times where he would wear his uh hmm. his uh, very tight jeans <laughs> and uh like he he wore skinny jeans and pulled it off yeah and but he also wore it with wore it with what uh, back in the day we would describe as beetle boots yeah so he would have those and then these tight jeans and then that black t-shirt that he won't refuse to take off yeah and then a jean jacket mm-hmm. you know denim jacket he's got a look he's got a look he's got the look, got a look. And, to quote Roxette and let me say this that denim jacket by the way not blue but black like he's he's like the man in black you he really is you can't wear blue jeans and blue denim jacket because it weren't blue jeans by the way they were black oh he's all he's all oh, in so black. It's black jeans and black he's all in black so it's matching see I just have issues with like when when Leno wears jean blue jeans and a blue denim shirt but it's not the same, it's not blue. same blue that bugs me a lot yeah how come he doesn't get hey what's up blue guy why do i why, <laughs> why is that on me that guy does it every day and yet i'm, yeah. I'm i wear it one time at a ball game and i'm the <laughs> asshole <laughs> hey what up blue guy also if it was somehow magically if they if they if they tailored a shirt of from the same what is the cult bolt of of denim that his pants came from that would look almost weirder in some ways oh if he wore just like if a, it was completely like perf- a jumpsuit perfectly matching yeah. that would be awful of course it would be but you, why doesn't he go with a white shirt or why doesn't he go yeah with any other color shirt but the a different shade of denim or right. just go coverall like because, yeah because that's you, kind of what he's trying that's what to he's do. doing that right? is basically what he's and doing he's in the garage all the time just Which go coverall just go coverall and wear a fucking mask you don't burn your face every time you look at a gasket <laughs> I think the coverall, the issue with coveralls is that, uh, well, there's not an issue. You're supposed to put them on over your clothes when you're working and then you take them off. He clearly wants to have that look 24-7, but he knows he can't like walk into flappers with with coveralls. Actually, that would be be really an interesting, an interesting take. Like a guy who's pretty much disconnected from most of the world except for cars because of his money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then he's like, I'm just a regular guy. Yeah. I'm here in my coveralls. But I will say that when he goes when he goes flappers or anywhere, he puts the he, he puts, puts the, the suit, suit on, on for that. Sure. Because it's showtime. That's showtime. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, thank God. I will tell you this. When I worked at the gas station, you know, I worked at the uh, started out at the car wash and then got promoted to pumping gas. Yep, that was a promotion. <laughs> um, you got you got a little raise. Uh-huh. And um as I've talked about many times on this program, I did not partake in this, but many gentlemen back in the car wash preferred to stay in the car wash because they could skim and nobody, oh, nobody oh. saw, oh, oh, do you want the, oh, you want the bump up to uh, wax? You got it. And then they would just go. Do they, the regular. They would do, no, they would, they would do it. Oh, but, it, it was an old fashioned thing, oh, okay. but they would ring it up as a regular oh, so they and then take the, the extra. Yeah. And by the way, the extra at the, in 1983, 50 cents. Yeah. You know, so, but, you know, that you Two get candy bars, you get, you get 10 of those, you get lunch. Yeah. I, there was a manager at the movie theater I worked at that um, he would work the box office, take people's money and then ring it up as a like gift card. Oh, like a, they, they had these things they would give out if like the if the projector broke or if someone said I didn't, I was unhappy. They just gave him these passes. So he'd do that. So he would basically just pocket all this money. I mean, you couldn't do it too often because it would be very suspicious right. if there were like 40, like really 40 people had, had these coupons or whatever. But 
he yeah it, and it was the manager it blew my mind that that guy yeah, but was think about the, the the manager was 23 no no this dude was like a lifer he was, oh, he was like in his 50s oh, then, he's, oh. then he's been stealing for years yeah that guy's got a mansion this guy was his i, I don't know what the, this was in 1994 95 he was old enough that he worked at a not that movie theater but a movie theater when jaws came out that's 1975 you're right so he had been working for so let's 20 say he's years. 16 in 19 in 75 let's say that. let's say he's okay. 20 yeah let's call it 20 no 16 so, yeah 75 to 95 is 20 years all right so he's 16 then he would be uh no, 46, so, 36 so he was probably in his 20s or 30s when it, jaws came out i you think he's that old because well, like i said he was he looked like he was maybe 50. yeah but remember people looked older back then yeah let's remember he was that. in terrible shape too he's a horrible well of course he was, he was. i mean the guilt was eating him up guilt. on the inside <laughs> uh well i've mentioned on this show before that what they would do in the gas station is the void trick mm -hmm. they would ring up something as a void yeah. and then you you pocket double the money yeah you know because you're voiding a, a, a thing but mm -hmm. it's you're it's looking like there's action so they're you know, dump, dummy in the car mm -hmm. goes oh, okay okay very good thank you and then he goes gets his car wash and then you know frank wintercorn would go wow a lot of voids today <laughs> guys would go yeah yeah that's crazy you know, a lot of screw-ups back there <laughs> um but what, the whole reason i bring this up is when i in the car wash or in the um uh public gas uh i loved the coveralls because you just threw the coveralls on like yeah. you show up like this right and go oh shit i'm running late for work and then mm -hmm. you just throw the coveralls on it's got the amico emblem on it and you're ready to go yeah. also keeps you kind of warm yeah um I uh, I loved it. It, it made, uh, made there was a period of time, by the way, 1983, when Chicago did a the band did a mini tour that was not a full fledged tour, and Cetera wore uh, jumpsuits on stage, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was very of the time. Yeah, but it also was it also looked kind of like what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And but it also was like yeah, why not? Like think about that. He doesn't have to just like Leno. He doesn't have to think about anything. He just right. shows up. Yeah. Uh, hey, Pete, we got the blue one ready for you. Hey, we got the red one clean. Yeah. And then he's oh, great. Slides it on. Yeah. Rock and roll. But when you With are horns. <laughs> <laughs> Devil horns. <laughs> Can I tell you this? Yeah. This is uh, this is exciting Jimmy Pardo news. Okay. It's not exciting in any way, shape, or form. No, but, but thank you. <laughs> you know what it kind of was for me. There, so in uh, on August. The 4th of 1982, I saw Chicago at Poplar Creek, and it was amazing. And then August the 5th of 1982, Chicago was doing two shows at the Park West, which is a very small venue, mm -hmm. uh, to uh, for the Terry Kath uh, Scholarship Fund. And it was uh, uh, charity shows. Mm -hmm. And you had to pay X amount of money, and, and I, was, I, I could not get in because I was not 18 years old. And I even called and was like, if I can't, if I can bring, uh, can I bring my mom? Can I... You know, if my dad brings me, they're like, no, you have to be of age. Mm -hmm. And so it, it, one, one person was like, do you look 18? I'm like, I do not look 18. Yeah. I do not. I, Unfortunately, I go the other way. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately you're going to think, why is there an eight-year-old here? Yeah. Um, and uh, they played it on WLS, the, the oh. simulcast, the, the concerts. Uh, I've got, uh, you know, I've got, uh, the, I've got it on CD. And it's a great show. Uh, but, you know, your whole life, you, you do a, uh, you imagine what it looks like as you're listening to that show. And just yesterday, I found a photograph of that concert. Oh, wow. And I, you would have thought I found fucking gold <laughs> by the way that I reacted. Because it was like, holy... Because the Park West is a small stage. Yeah. So here's the... They have to cram on these right. stages. So like, oh, that's interesting. They put the uh, they put the uh, that keyboard up there. They put this Wait, up so you there. didn't see it on WLS? Oh, that's a radio. No, it was radio. Oh, I thought you meant it was so on TV. So I've never had any... Oh. Not, not, not one image of wow. it until yesterday. And it was on some weird... 
De, you know, DePaul alumni newsletter. Huh. And uh, that's cool. So it was very exciting. Yeah, that's very exciting, exciting. Uh, for, you know, for me and mm-hmm. gives a shit and we move on. Um, but I think what we need to do now is. The man is here. Loud, very loud. The man is here. The man is here. 69. Up top, my brother. Cockerel sex. Wow. The whole fucking family. Oh my God. <laughs> You're not wrong. Oh, no, oh. Garrett. No, come on. We're having Be proud of your clan. This comes to us from Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're going to like this, by the way. Uh, woman's name, Tammy Trimble. I do like Tammy that Trimble. We've, That's we've, like our buddy Timber Tucker. I feel like we've heard from Tammy Trimble before. I one does not forget the name. Look at this. It's a nice. Uh, it's a it's a Christmas gift. Oh, very she, nicely. She wrapped. wrapped it old school style, where you take a uh, uh, a shopping bag. Oh, nice. And you wrap that around the whatever yeah. you're doing, and then uh, some would have said that's not enough wrapping. But then it's gift wrapped inside that. It yeah. is gift recommending shipping Gary. wrap. Nice guy. Look at Gary. See, I told you, be proud. Uh, all right, so we, that's a cockerel catch. That's a cockerel. <laughs> that's a CC, baby. Here's the glasses right there. You don't have to look any further, Jim. Uh, all right. On this one, it says T.E. Trimble. T.E. Okay. What was her first name? Tammy? Tammy. Tammy, what do you think? Elaine? Eleanor. Ellen? What do we think the middle name is? I like I Ellen. Just like Eleanor. 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 Tammy Eleanor Trimble. Elaine? Elaine was my mom's name. I love the I name Elaine. Mm-hmm. Tammy Elaine Trimble. I like that. That sounds good. Tammy Ellen. Tammy... Irene? No, that's an I, asshole. Eileen? Edith. Uh, e- Edith. Tammy Edith Trimble? It's a little old-fashioned. You do that to a child? But what's well, a middle name? It is a middle name. So maybe... So it could be a grandmother. Could, yeah. Yeah. Or it could be a, a it could be a maiden name, like Edwards. Oh, that could be. How do we find this out? How do we... Uh, we look her up in the system. You can look up her sister and email her. Let's email her. I don't, I don't think I want to bother her with this. <laughs> um, Jimmy, Matt, Elliot, and Garen, thank you for providing a bi-weekly respite during a stressful year. I'm hoping the enclosed may be used to spark fun conversation in the new year. Uh, wishing you all the best, Tammy, with a Y after the W. Reynolds movie and song. But it's also with a Y because that's the right way to do it. If you do it with an IE, you're a hillbilly. <laughs> I thought you were are you still reading. It's No, I'm saying that that's my editorial. <laughs> I did feel like you were reading that. T-A-M-M-Y. Mm-hmm. She says with the Y after the Debbie Reynolds movie and song, but okay. to me, Tammy with the Y is the normal way. Mm-hmm. If you go T A M M I E, you're a Billy. If you go T A M M E E, you're a Billy. Uh-huh. That's my take. Again, I, mean, I, I kind of agree with the E E, but I feel like the I E is like putting extra effort into spelling, which doesn't seem like a hillbilly move. It well, I say it because it's wrong. Oh, okay, fair enough. I've only seen Billy's. Where are you? You had now, Garen? Augustus here. Oh, my apologies. I, I, I did not see you respond to the phone, and I just saw Elliot up, or not Elliot, Garen up and moving. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. He, uh, he already tested, Garen. Already tested. Uh, he's going to get our guest. I'm going to open this up from T.E. Trimble. Tammy. I'm going to say Elaine. I'm sticking with it. Although I do like Edith. Look what we have here, guys. The MTV Throwback oh, Music Party Game. My God. Look at that. That's a... Uh, Full disclosure, we do have this at home. Oh, you do? And we love it. Oh, that's funny. And so I recommend that the Belknaps take this home. Sure. Oh, okay. Because the Belknaps will love it because it's uh, it covers all. Hi, Adam. Adam Chester just uh, arrived. Adam is taking time away from hanging out with Elton John. Yeah. You assholes. <laughs> sit down. Oh, look, at has got the whole jacket. I was just going to yell at you <laughs> to sit jacket. down. Darren, coming in. Darren, coming in. Damn it. All right. So her profile. Look alive. Look alive, Garen. Coming in. 
Boy, you're a mess. Chester's got you. Chester's got you all rattled. <laughs> you don't have it. Have that jacket. Look at her. That's Adam Chester, keyboard extraordinaire. Jacket. Yeah. Right. Right now, he's right now. There's a piano or a synthesizer somewhere not being played because he's here to tell us about his experience with Alton John and other things. I got to imagine. Mm-hmm. He's got probably got other shit going on. So, in his life. so this is a newish game. It's not like this isn't from the '80s. This this game. Uh, no, this is newish. This no. is. Uh, uh, cool. doesn't say on the back here. I, I assumed it would say something on the back. Uh, Elliot, you're a game guy. I'd have to look it up. I don't This know. is from Spin Master. Okay. Hey, they're right near our house. Oh, yeah? The, 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 uh, they're not listed here. The uh, the uh, American address is not listed here, but they are right. I I literally thought it was a um, uh, spin, a, a cycle. Oh. Like you go in there and you spin. <laughs> oh, sure. that's funny. Uh, spin Master. But Danielle, wrote, Danielle worked for them. She worked on something, some game show or some game she wrote for them. And I was, she, I was like, oh, they got a cycling place. And she goes, no, that's the place I worked, you idiot. And I'm like, oh. That's a brand new game. Well, January came out. January of this year? January 2022. Nice. No, we had, we've had it longer than that. Maybe you got it. Maybe Danielle got it from working there. <laughs> they maybe, just gave her you a what? You might be copy. right. I love that MTV logo, man. You're going to, uh, you're right. It's one of my favorites. MTV is, by the way, is the uh, production company of uh, uh, Tulsa Kings. Yeah. Uh, isn't that weird? Weird. Kings? King. King. I keep Sing- throwing singular. an S on there. We're two episodes in uh, to Tulsa King, and we're all in. The family's all in. Nice. S- Stallone's great. At one yeah. point, he yells at an ice cream cone, tells him, tells, tells the ice cream cone when he's done eating it. <laughs> That's enough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you see it, too? Yeah. Yells at an ice cream cone. Yeah, for, for reasons we don't Stallone. understand. And so, our friend Andrew Savage, by the way, gets second billing mm-hmm. and is phenomenal. She's great. She's great. She's a great actress. She's literally. great. Stallone's great. Yep. That fellow who, I don't know the actor, who plays his driver. That kid's terrific. Yep. It's really good. Everybody is good in that. I mean, it's ridiculous. What's his name? Our friend, Martin Starr. Yeah. Follow up. Not a friend. <laughs> we had lunch with him once. Yes. <laughs> uh, he's great. He's perfect. But it's, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a ridiculous program. Yep. But I mean that in the positive way. It's, if, it's, 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 it's Goodfellas-ish, I think it's fair to it's say. It's Goodfellas-ish. Okay. Yeah. Right. And so if you like that kind of thing. I like that. Yeah. 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 How old is Stallone? If you had to take a guess right now, how old is Sylvester Stallone? Oh, boy. Take a guess. Everybody's allowed to play. Matt will, Matt will go first because I pointed to him. Um, I'm gonna I don't say... think you have to bet. I don't think it's a betting situation. Right. Ma- gonna... Mainly because I can't be involved. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, before I lose, uh, try, uh, thank you to Tammy Trimble. for yeah. great. Oh, and, um, and not, it... not to contradict Garen, but Board Game Geek says this was released in 2020. Yeah, I think it was too. Oh, I got to go, I, I gotta go along with that. Could be a different version? There is version? a... Uh, uh, what do you call those? Computerized? No, when you add a... Uh, you add expansion. A expansion. I believe there's oh, an expansion. Okay. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe Blockbuster has an expansion. It does. Mm. It's Blockbuster has an expansion. And I'd like another one, please. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a, it's a good expansion. That's the uh, guest guest stars. But I would like... Oh, wait, what? Oh, oh then there's two then. Maybe oh! Because you know, there's one that adds a parking space. Send me that link. Sounds okay. like your wish just came true, Jimmy. Send me that link because we like that game. And we yeah. love this game. I have a guess if you're... Ready for my... I'm ready for guests. Go right ahead. 72. 72, says Matt Belknap. What does Elliot Hopery say about uh, Stallone? I'm going to go 80. 80? 80? Stupid fuck. <laughs> He's the dumbest fucking guy in the room. Uh, I wish we were betting just so that you wouldn't get money. 75? 75. The tri- No, not the trombones. That's one less. <laughs> one guy didn't show up. He's sick. Yeah. He's got COVID. Adam, any guesses how old Sylvester Stallone is? 76. 76. The answer is... 76. Yeah. Oh, hey. 76. It's the trombones. It's the trombones. He's 76 years old because uh, his character says, I'm 76. You know, I'm 76. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I was like, Jesus Christ, he, is he 70? He looks great. 
And then I, well, he must be like 70 or something and playing 76. No, he's 76. That's wild. Yeah. He, you know, he's had some work done. He's had uh, yeah. some, you know, he's, he's aged and had work. Mm-hmm. and he, He's kept his, kept in shape, too, though. Give him credit for that. He, it's interesting. He, he, yes. He's kind of put some mass on, like everybody does as they get older. Yeah. But it's thick mass. It looks like muscle. Yeah, muscle mass. Because that's what I wanted to use. Yeah, muscle. Is he using muscle milk? Uh, you ever have muscle milk? I have not. I haven't either. This looks gross. I don't think anybody in this room has had muscle milk. This, like the sound of it is gross. Oh, yeah, it's gross, right? Yeah, I've had a I've had a muscle milk before. You have? Not for the reasons that. You... Oh, yeah, is that when you watch one of those programs nobody else in the world watches? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just because it says, it says it's got protein in it or whatever, so like maybe it's better for you. I'm sure it's not. Let's they're, acknowledge. They're let's acknowledge first of all that Adam's here early. Yeah. And we're not assholes for ignoring him. He's early, mm-hmm. right? He right now he should be in the kitchen waiting for his test to be, to show a couple, a, just a single line. But he tested uh, off site. Yeah, which is uh, which we appreciate. That's we do right. appreciate that. Yeah. We do appreciate that. Uh, I had a, a little sore throat the other day, and uh, so I got tested again yesterday. Huh. Just to be safe. Just okay. to be safe. Everything's yeah. uh, everything good. In fact, I. I, I as I was leaving there uh, to get on the train to go back home, because the, the doctor's office was uh, train arrivable, that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, I was like, boy, I just spun everybody's wheels. I don't feel sick anymore. You know, I, it, like I made when I made the appointment, I was like, oh, I probably should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I, I felt like. Uh, isn't that what I mean? Isn't wasn't that one of the lessons of the, the last fourteen months of your life? Is like maybe don't jump the gun on. Yeah minor mm-hmm. things that might just give it give it a day or two see give it what a day happens. or two yep i was you. here's why admittedly with the holidays coming up and with everybody's going to be closed with the exception of the emergency room yeah i was like i, I wanted to get it out of the way nip it in the bud and uh, at the same time wasted everybody's time including my own <laughs> right mostly your own including my own by the way somebody from the at, at the uh, at uh, la cienega and uh the jefferson street station right there yeah uh, some asshole uh, threw a full soda, like a 7-Eleven Big Gulp, threw it from the top to the bottom, and then it hit, and it, of course it exploded with uh, beverage and ice and uh, made everybody wet and sticky. Ew. Not me. Luckily, I was still walking up, but I saw mm-hmm. it, and I heard somebody like the top go, nya, 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 nya. <laughs> I thought all of a sudden, K-k-k-k-k. yeah, and then uh, these poor people. I was going to say, is that why you had to change into your President Zelensky shirt? <laughs> <laughs> he makes fun of my shirt for comedy. Um, did you watch any of that yesterday, by the way? His I just, speech? just saw clips. Wonderful. Or, you know, headlines and stuff. You know, of course, the, you know, the crazies, are the crazy left and the crazy right who don't want to give money to Ukraine yeah. are mad at him because right. he didn't wear a suit. Yeah. And uh, that maybe, uh, and then he, he said something that I forget exactly what. And, and I was like, well, he, he is the fact that he's still alive is fucking fascinating. We all thought he would be dead yeah. in seven days from that war starting. Right. He's still alive and they're doing and they're they're fighting back. Yeah. And and he comes here to say, We don't need your tanks. We don't need the no, we need your tank. What does he say we don't need? <laughs> uh, we don't need your soldiers. We don't need yeah. your soldiers. Okay. And um but they still find a way to be mad at him. I was good. I did want to ask you about that because you usually you're you're big on respect. Ooh. Oh look at look at that though. right in the little thing. Come on, get that Get your camera on that. I try, I try to find your freaking link. Hey, Dada. You know what that was? It was dumb fuck, but I didn't. Yeah, I went, hey, Dada. Uh, did you get it? Uh, I saw that. I saw that it wasn't in his hand. Yeah. Well, it landed nicely in that little. Oh, uh, I see. Little slot. Little, oh, yeah, yeah. I got that. Hold. Yeah. It's, it's never gonna. Elliot, you know Adam, right? From yeah. the uh, Acme days. Adam, do you remember Elliot Hochberg at all? 
Oh my God! I didn't recognize you behind the thing. Hi, Elliot. Hi, Adam. Do you That's also awesome. do you also not recognize him because of that? Well, it can only be described as shitty haircut. <laughs> that too. Yes. They, okay. Very good. Yeah. It doesn't look bad. I just want to say that for humor. Uh, what are we looking up? Oh no, I was going to ask you if uh, because you're usually a big you're big on respect. Like you wear a suit, you know, yeah. hard shoe, blah blah blah. So in a vacuum, like forget the politics of anything. Like, what do you think of? Uh, someone uh you know visiting the white house on an official visit i think if he i think i think he yeah i think that guy gets a pass yeah i think that, again I, plus i think his suits are all destroyed from bombs <laughs> oh, burned, burned that, up that could explain yeah so uh i give that guy a pass you think he's keeping it real like he's just like i'm not gonna like go to i'm not gonna go to america and then like go to Saks Fifth avenue and right. get a suit just to, to go to the white house to look good i'm uh, this is who i am yeah yeah i think that's the case and he, uh, I respect it. I respect him. You know, he's a comedian. Yeah. He's a comedian. And you could see that he's got some humor when they were trying to, uh, Nancy Pelosi, you know, who's, uh, I believe, 112 years old and, and, and weighs 12 pounds. Yeah. Um, they're, you know, they had the flag that was flown above the White House that day mm-hmm. that they put into a little case to give to him. And she's holding it and she's like going, she's like, well, I'll hold on to it because it's hard to hold. Like, well, for, he, he's stronger than you, Nancy. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, no, I, I, I can hold it. But, and, and then she hands it to him and it's a you know, fucking feather in his hand. Right. Um, you know, almost like that uh, Yankee doodle who put a feather in his cap. You know what he called it, Garen? Macaroni. Macaroni. Yeah. It's a weird name. Yeah. Italian. <laughs> you're an idiot you are an idiot uh somebody made me laugh by the way on twitter i, I forgot to uh, like this tweet this response you know i tweeted out that uh if, you, if there's ever a if you ever hear about a spontaneous parade in los angeles assume that's because i didn't burn my mouth uh on soup mm-hmm. and uh somebody uh somebody uh, tweeted back 76 minestrones <laughs> <laughs> i like it i like it uh, all right, let's take a break. We're going to take a break. Adam Chester is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, hot, hot off playing Dodger Stadium. Crazy. I mean, come on. We've had we've had Ace Fraley in here. Mm-hmm. We've talked to Tommy Shaw. We've talked to Kevin Cronin. We've talked to uh, Richard Marks, mm-hmm. uh, Lisa Loeb. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who's the other rock star? Colin Hay. Yeah. Uh, even our friend Jeff Babco, who tours with Steve Martin and Martin Short. These people have all played huge venues, mm-hmm. crazy arenas. Jimmy Pankow. Jimmy Pankow, Chicago. Yeah. He, he may play Dodger Stadium. I bet. Yeah, they must have. Chicago certainly has played Dodger Stadium at yeah. some point in their career. Uh, but this gentleman, right? This guy, this the guy that basically looks like he wandered off the fucking street <laughs> and is waiting to be shown, uh, shown the empty office next door. <laughs> you guys mind if I wait in here while the landlord comes to show me? The, that's, this guy played Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Unbel- on the final American show of Elton John. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. I knew him when he was uh, J. Keith Van Stratton's sidekick. And uh, I think J. Keith was throwing him a fucking bone. <laughs> and now he's at Dodger State. It's unbelievable. It's exciting. It is. Uh, all right, listen, let's take a break. we got to go around the horn as well. I believe you have the con. Oh. Right? Team do, names? Do I? Mm-hmm. Oops. Yeah, uh, yeah, you got the con. Okay, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll prepare a list the, then. <laughs> the letter is R. Yes. The letter is R. Yep. Uh, we've also got a celebrity sighting. Oh, uh, to discuss, which yeah. uh, may or not be exciting. Maybe we save that for the bonus episode. Although maybe Adam would like to play. He likes, uh, uh, he likes. I mean, listen, when he's not rubbing elbows with Elton John yeah. and Kiki D. I think of all the celebrity settings he had from stage with all the people up, oh, in, the, in, the, boy. in the front rows there. It was, oh, it was a who's who. It was a who's who. He wasn't looking out there. He was looking at those 88s. 
had his eyes squarely. He's a pro. He doesn't have to look down. He looks wherever he I know. wants to look. You ever see the video? You see the video of him playing? Mm-mm. He's bopping around like they've got a uh, one of those uh, electric uh, butt plugs, and they keep jolting them. <laughs> <laughs> he's bouncing around up there. Looks great. He's happy. Yeah, I watched like half of that thing when it was live, and then I forgot to go back and watch the rest of it, so I didn't get to that song. Like I was, which you know, I was watching it as it was being broadcast that night, and then. Uh, you know, Charlie was my son was going to bed I put him to bed and I, we were all kind of tired so yeah I, I gotta go back and finish it, it uh, first of all it's a great show yeah and it looks great the the, the, the Disney uh, folks did a great job with it it mm-hmm. looks fantastic um, so yeah go back and watch it I will uh, by the way before we take the break I got a question for you we have a new television we got a new TV mm-hmm. uh, we got the LG C2 mm-hmm. which uh, was the uh, you know the highest rated in the price range that I was uh, willing to spend yeah and uh, you've got the C1. It's basically the exact same television. Yeah. Um, you just had to be a little better than me. <laughs> yeah. I, may, make no mistake, by the way, if the C1 was available, I would have gotten that because it was it would have been cheaper. a lot cheaper. Yeah. Um, and so I told you I got this. I was setting it up yesterday. Mm-hmm. And you said, enjoy that remote. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you said enjoy that. Now that I have it, the TV is set up and I'm using the remote. I don't know if you're being sincere or being sarcastic. <laughs> oh, I was being sincere. I you like, like the remote. I do like the remote. What, what's your problem? It's taking a little time to get used to, quite frankly. In what way? What, what's, uh, what, what is it not doing you wish it would Well, the, the, the wand, because uh, I, I, I had an LG prior to this. Mm-hmm. Prior to the television that we have, we had, we had an LG that was... Uh, Far too small for my liking. It was a 55-inch television, <laughs> and I can't have that. Okay. So uh, What's the new one? It's just 65. Okay. And uh, so we had an LG, then we had what we just had, yeah. and then we went back to LG because of, again, because of the ratings, and you, you rave about it, and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. And I remember that magic remote being a little, uh, it got on my nerves a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of got used to having to, you just do the... But you can do either. That's what I like about it. Yeah, but I don't like that I'm in the middle of it and then the then the wand wants to take over. That's a little, uh, that gets on my... Anyway, I've only had it 12 hours. I'm getting I, used to it. Yeah, that, I feel like it doesn't, I feel like mine, like it doesn't really rear its ugly head until you really want to do it. Like okay. I rarely have an issue where I'm like, get out of here. Like I'm, maybe it's just your being too uh i'm getting and again i'm just getting used to it I'm, yeah, but all right so i just wanted to overview me sarcastic also discovered last night why we moved away from the lg remember uh, discovered doesn't last have night espn doesn't have mlb uh, it doesn't have espn either no it doesn't have mlb which is maybe the thing i watched the most that you should have done your research <laughs> i fucked up i really fucked up we'll, we'll just use fire stick or something yeah but it's annoying but it's annoying switch. yeah uh, all right, Adam Chester's here. We're going to talk about this big night at the Dodger Stadium, and also just in general, how the fuck is he? Did he get a mm-hmm. gig working with Elton John? Mm. Right? It's crazy. Good for him. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, and then uh, we'll, uh, you know, I'll bring my son in. We'll go around to maybe, maybe if there's time, we'll do celebrity sighting here. Mm-hmm. If not, we'll save it for another thing. Uh, anyway, I've got, uh, and then uh, you'll take this home. It's great. Great. It's great fun. Can't wait. Thank you, Tammy. You're going to love it. That's Tammy Trimble. Uh, All right, let's take a break. We'll be back. Uh, Adam Chester is here. Go around the horn. We'll get everybody's R sports teams. Mm -hmm. Right? I think Mm -hmm. we all got a good chance here. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll do all that. We'll come back right after this. Hey, gang. Matt here with some dates for you. Adam Chester is on Instagram at underscore Adam Chester. He's also on Facebook. That's where you can see some of his performances. Uh, just search Adam Chester on Facebook and you can uh, check out all his stuff there. He also plays live uh, locally in L.A. If you want to check him out, just go to the Instagram and the Facebook. It'll tell you what's going on 
with his performance stuff. Jimmy Pardo is doing some performance stuff in Paris, Texas. The Tower Comedy Festival on the 27th of January. Go to nevernotfunny.com. And then uh, once you're done looking at all that great stuff, go to jimmypardo.com and click the tour link to find out more about his uh, upcoming stuff. But uh, yeah, go back to nevernotfunny.com and uh, see... Well, no, you're already in the Platinum, so you don't need to go there for any reason. Just uh, enjoy the website. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's, not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's a, When you go on and on about Shopify, you, sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as much uh, as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something and then Matt responds. And it's very, very, never not funny. Very brand. organic. Uh, very organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson <laughs> doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Uh, look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and That's they right. do. Yes. And uh, look. I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, if that was your your passion. It's not mine. No, it's, I don't, it's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. <laughs> Obviously, we all know that. Okay, I just want to make from, sure. From longtime listeners know that you love the I opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So 
Just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates. That's exactly right. By the way, we have tickets for the opera coming up. I'm going to hire somebody to go in my place. <laughs> uh, that is my passion. My passion for the opera is to avoid it. Yeah. Uh, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. I didn't say this at the top of the episode. 31R. 31R is the episode uh, number, name, name and number, rank, serial number, the whole shot. Uh, Matt has the con. We're trying to match you. Mm-hmm. You put together a list in the break, I have to assume. I did. Um, it's and a lot, then, though. I, I, you said someone's going to get it, but I don't know if that's true because there's so many R's. Well, I'm interested to see which ones you choose then. I mean, uh, to me, there's four solid ones and, uh, and then a lot of, uh, you know, I mean... Uh, by the way, my son told me, we'll talk about this the next time he's on the program. My son told me today, one of his favorite, you're, you're a musician, Adam, you could uh, relate to this. Yeah. One of his favorite, favorite bands is the Kingsman. <laughs> oh, wow. One of his huh. favorite bands is the Kingsman. That's cool. Can you name more than one Kingsman song? Follow up. Can you name one Kingsman? <laughs> I, I, no. can't, I can't name one. Louie Louie. Right. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. And, and then they did, uh, he, uh, Oliver claims he likes their version of Twist and Shout. Mm-hmm. And then wow. uh, that's money. That's what I want. I want money. So three songs that you're you're the expert. That's yeah. all kind of the same song, isn't it? <laughs> pretty pretty much. And I think he needs to. You got to expand his music. <laughs> oh no, it's expanded. Really? Like, okay. Yes. Yeah. He, I mean, that's impressive. I'm, it's it, just random. He yeah. Floored me. The other stuff he likes is like '70s rock. Oh, that's cool. Like, he likes Foreigner and Sticks. And, yeah, then, that's and then this morning he goes, "Well, you know what, Dad? I think the most on my Spotify is the Kingsman." And I I thought he was being a comedian, <laughs> but no, he likes it's the Kingsman. That's great. And I did what any good father would do. I grounded him. <laughs> uh, Adam Chester is here. Adam is. I talked about on the episode where I had my meltdown at the Elton John concert. Yes. And then and then the next day I also melted down. Uh, you guys were witness to it. But I mentioned that my friend and I say friend, even though I haven't seen you in 15 years. Yeah. Uh, was on stage. And so we talk about it. But so Adam Chester is here. Uh, but Adam, I, I'm curious. I, I, it's been so long. You have children. Yes, I do. I have two boys, 19 and 16. About three years apart. Yeah. And do they, yeah. 19 is in college? Uh, he should have been, but he's pursuing a music career. So oh. uh, God bless him. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Didn't he see his father struggling? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, we gave him a, a gap year that I think is going to turn into a gap decade. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but it's okay. I mean, you know, he's writing, he's singing, he's doing incredible stuff. And what, the, what instrument does he play? Uh, well, he kind of plays piano, but he's much more singer uh, and a writer. So, um, so he can he, he can sing his his ass off. And can he and he could write songs? Yes, not just lyrics. He could write songs. Absolutely, yeah. He just wrote something uh, about um, that he's a dog. I'm a dog, and it's one of the catchiest little tunes I've heard like ever. Well, in fairness, that song about the fox was very popular. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> right? <laughs> what sure. Did it say, what, what did it say? We yeah. never found out. Nope. Or did we? Did we find out? I never got that far. Something like that. I thought it was like, hi-ti, hi-ti, hi-ti-ho. Yeah. Or maybe they, was that another animal? Because <laughs> there's other animals mentioned. Yes, in that song. In that song. Oh, they mentioned yeah, a lot yeah, of songs. Yeah. Yeah. So does that song about Dr. Doodle. That gentleman talks to him. He does. And they talk back, I guess. I remember. Uh, all right, so then, so he's in music. Yes, uh, your older boy. Yes, and uh, my youngest is a six, junior, a uh, junior in high school, mm-hmm. sixteen years old. Now my son's fifteen, so we're, we're approaching we're pretty this. Close, yeah, Four, fourteen for his daughter, mm-hmm. right? Is he driving? No, no. He, uh, I mean, I took him for. Um, for a drive several times and he seems kind of freaked out by it really yeah yeah 
I have a really short, funny story please, about that. Please. I, I, you know, I don't smoke pot. I, I just, I don't. And for the heck of it, I was a little stressed out. This was about five months ago. And I bought this Delta 8 gummy. Yes. I had one. Okay, I had one. And uh, I thought, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be fine. And then Marcello, who's my youngest, uh, we get into the RAV4. I get behind the wheel. We're going to drive to the Fashion Square. It's a, a mall parking lot. And we got behind the wheel, and he, get, he gets in the passenger seat. I'm behind the wheel. And I said, Marcello, <laughs> I don't think Daddy can take you anywhere right now. And he said, what's the matter? I said, I got to go lie down. <laughs> And he ended up literally almost carrying me back into the bedroom. <laughs> and this is the opposite of my kids. Marcello was cracking up because I was laughing my ass off. Right. My oldest son, Truman, was panicked as hell. And so he called my wife, Maria, and he said, Mom, Dad took something and he's all fucked up. <laughs> and and I'm like laughing hysterically. And, and Truman's a nervous wreck. Okay. This took about an hour. I, I was sitting in my bed cracking up. And Needless to say, say, I don't think Marcello wants to drive anymore. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> of that. Is that I, I, with Daddy being a pothead? Right, exactly. <laughs> the, uh, the Delta 8. I don't know what that is. Is there? I, I, I don't even think there's a lot of THC in that. I, whatever it was, it, it made me hysterical. You want to ask the expert over yeah, there? Yeah, hey, you're the gummy expert. You've had four. Delta 8. Um... 25 milligrams of delta 8 thc oh so there is oh, wow. so it does have 20 so 20 now listen like a lot. i'm like you i'm not a pothead i, I, I don't, don't do know it. what so 25 milligrams of, is that a lot of thc i have no idea i, I don't know but it's i, I want to say that the ones that i have gotten that have like maybe eight milligrams oh boy oh, so 25 is gonna yeah. hit them hard I, I i could be wrong but i, I that's my recollection <laughs> we are the five you know something about this uh, they usually come in packs of 100 milligrams and they're broken down to 10 each so okay, 10 so little gummies is 10 so 10 milligrams okay. each right total to 100 so if you don't do it a lot that was probably that that's what it is yeah. yeah yeah it was insane i don't think i've laughed that hard ever <laughs> good for you yeah it was it was fun but were you scared at the same time though like, i, I like, wasn't truman was freaked, truman out. Was freaked out yeah Let's yeah. take a second, by the way, to acknowledge these children's names. How great Truman are those names? Truman and Marcello. Oh, oh thanks. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, right? From Adam. <laughs> <laughs> right? He knows. I grew up with a boring name. Let's give That's the kids right. something. Marcello. Marcello Chester. Yeah. Yeah. And Truman Chester. Yeah. Those are great names. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Truman Chester. Names. That's two presidents. I know. Yes. Right? Great. It's also, ironically, the name of Tom Hanks's two kids. Wait, what? Yeah. Truman and Chester. Is wow. that crazy? Oh. Oh, Chet Hanks. Yeah. Yeah. Who's Truman? There's a Truman Hanks? There's a... Tr uh, that one I'm not aware of. I'm only aware of Chet Hanks because he's... Really? There's not a Truman? I think no, there's there a Truman. There probably is. What's the kid, who's the kid that was in this room? Well, there's Colin, but Colin. That's, that's from the previous yeah, relationship. Yeah. So the ones with uh, his singer-songwriter wife... Rita. Name I can't... Rita, Rita, Rita Wilson. Wilson. Mm -hmm. uh, she, uh, she and Tom have these Truman and Chester, you claim? Uh, yes. yes. Like, I got a boy on the internet who's going to either confirm or deny this. Truman Hanks. Truman there Hanks you go. Song. Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He just hasn't made a public ass of himself like Chet Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, Chet's nuts. I hope he, I mean, I, I, Chet's is, nuts. Is he nuts? Or, That's cute. I didn't mean it like that, <laughs> but I will accept it. Thank you. Um, what uh, is he? I don't, I don't want to make fun of him. There's mental issues or is he just a whack is. job like Don Jr.? I, I, I think he's just a, kind of a, a lost, confused guy. Okay. That's my It's got to be hard, man. Yeah. 
being Tom, you know, yeah, being Tom yeah. Hanks's kid. I mean, some, some, for some people, it might not be hard. Some people... But, like, you know, remember Michael Douglas's kid, who I believe has since passed away, he also had trouble dealing with being a kid of a famous yeah. person. So, mm. it, 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 like you say, I think it's tough for some folks and easy yeah. for others. Yeah. Well, now yeah. the Internet's of this week is a buzz with Nepo babies. Everyone wants to talk about. Did you see that article? I, I don't even know I, what that I, means. Yeah. Nepotism babies, like kids of famous people who then went into the same, you know, went into entertainment and uh, uh, got a leg up because of their. Did they famous... get a leg up, though? Or, so, some or, of them or are they. Like, oh, this is James Conn's kid. He better be good. I think it does. Mm. It could cut both ways. But I but my my feeling really is that it's it's not even about who your parents are like. But if you are if your parents are so rich that you go to like if you go to private schools your whole life and you're surrounded by the children of all of the executives in Hollywood, mm-hmm. then you don't need your parents help. They, you're basically you're already in. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. you're just going to be part of that world if you want to be right but uh but yeah i mean sometimes the famous name helps sometimes it's like like we were talking about it at dinner last night and my daughter was like if your parents are both models and you are also extremely attractive why shouldn't you be a model why like, shouldn't you be a model you've got right. the credentials right with your face like you've you, got if i'm i'm gonna quote roxette you've got the look right so <laughs> like yes you'll the doors will be open because your parents know who to right. call and stuff but ghostbusters you, you, <laughs> well, first you call the ghostbusters uh but yeah i mean that's fine it's just it's more so when it's somebody who like they wouldn't have made it otherwise that's when it's frustrating give me an example of that because i can't think of um this is gonna sound mean because i don't really know her work but like judd apatow's kids like i don't know stay get out of the fucking uh, business <laughs> and I'm, I'm talking to judd uh, yeah <laughs> done maude apatow like, i don't know if his other uh, maude oh, but apatow's good isn't maude good I, maybe she's good but like would, like girls right no, she's on that she's on euphoria i think right oh, okay. I is she She's there's another something. daughter too isn't there yeah there's yeah. two daughters yeah uh, but it's it's like so i think some doors are open there. there's I'm there's, with you. there's situations where it's like Why you, am I mad you wouldn't have made it but <laughs> but that's you know whatever the, the whole business is kind of like that anyway and and people who get mad at it, it's like they're just fighting against ghosts because, you know what I'll, let's say this if your dad is a ceo at union carbide which is not a company right. that exists anymore and the kid goes you know what dad i also want to be an engineer mm-hmm. uh, you know you're gonna or i'll set you up with hr and we'll yeah. see what happens absolutely well guess what you're gonna get a fucking shot yeah because you, how do you tell the kid the kid of the ceo no so it's yeah. any business that's the case right right and some so there was this big article and one of the people they talked to is a singer from england named lily allen who i, I didn't know her parents were famous but or some in england i guess they're i didn't successful. know that either but um, she was basically saying, like, you know, uh, like, yeah, I got advantages and, and like, you know, I, I tried to make the most of them. But it's really like it's the people in politics and, and like like the like Wall Street. It's like that's where nepotism is more dangerous mm-hmm. because it's like those people could maybe be unqualified and they're doing important things. Like, don't worry about someone. It's like, yeah, maybe, maybe uh, Maude Apatow took a job from another actor and that's not fair. Or that's not cool. But it's like, that's not a crisis compared right. to like somebody right. like Don so, Jr. So George W. Bush. That's, yes. That's, that's the kind of person that's we're talking about. Right. Perfect yeah. example. Agreed. Yeah. But at the same time, the guy who didn't even want to be president. Yeah. Seemed like <laughs> uh, he, didn't want to, he wanted to be the commissioner of baseball. Yeah. Maude Apatow had to audition. She yeah. had to go right. through studio yes. network. Everybody had to, everybody had to sign off and, Nobody, they didn't sit around going, 
uh, well, you know what? This will help us get in with Judd. Right. They can be in with no, Judd. Right. No. And and if and if that doesn't if it doesn't benefit them, they're not going to give you right. the job. They're they're only trading on the fact that maybe Maude Apatow has a big Instagram following or something or whoever it is. It's like as soon as she's not useful to them anymore, she's done. We're and, done with Maude. And she probably knows that because her parents have been dealing with it their entire professional life. Was not Maude the one in that? Remember that that first viral uh, funnier die where it was the little girl swearing? No, that was Adam McKay. His daughter. Oh, that was Adam McKay's daughter? I think. Or it was hmm. Will Ferrell's daughter. It was one of the it two was, of their okay. daughters. Why did I think Judd Apatow was involved with that? He might have been involved with Why in do I think one. that? <laughs> I can't read your mind, but um, it sounds like you don't even know, so why would reading your I mind know, wouldn't There's no reason me. to read my mind. Now, speaking of mind reading, uh, this gentleman is a uh, savant. That's the wrong word. Clairvoyant is the word I was looking for. Uh, Adam Chester is here. Adam, walk us through it. I'm fascinated by this. Again, I knew you. The last time I saw you, you were uh, uh, up on stage up at, on the Acme. Stage at yeah. Acme with mm-hmm. Jake Keith Van Stratton. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you were also the, the the musical director of a church. Church. Right. Is that oh, still? Are you right. still doing that? No, no. And that led to the the audience line. Everybody saying, "Still a Jew." Uh, yeah. That uh, <laughs> that Keith made popular. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so yeah. Um, you know, I've been an Elton fan since I was a kid. Yeah. I had Elton posters all over my room. Uh, you know, it, it's crazy. I used to run around town collecting his bootlegs. I mean, that's how insane I was. Okay. In high school, I was part of a, an ensemble that was a class uh, in Miami Beach where I grew up. And for the last song of my senior year, they carried me out in a coffin with dry ice everywhere. And I did funeral for a friend. Jesus. <laughs> so it's crazy that this all happened. But um, after I graduated uh, college, I went to USC for music. And with that degree, I got a job in Music Plus. Uh, which is a record store. Yeah, it was a yeah. record store. Oh, and wow. uh, Which one did you work at? Uh, it was on Vine and Sunset. In Hollywood. Oh, that was a big one. That was a big music plus. It was plus. a big place. And yeah. It was just at the, you know, the start of when CDs started coming out. And we were still renting, you know, videos. And I, I mean, it was a sick time to be at a, a record store. And there were lines for people waiting at Ticketmaster, you know, for Ticketmaster yeah, tickets. Yeah, yeah. It was great. Um, it so, was, because I also worked in record stores in the 80s. Oh, wow. Okay. And it was, uh, I, I will not use your word of sick. Right. Uh, <laughs> but it was, I've talked about it on the show many times. There, there was no greater place to be working it was than a record store in the 80s. Yeah. Because uh, it was just fucking all, all of it. It was alive. I mean, it was alive. What you, a great way to put it. You had all these the the access to new music coming out. You would hear it first. Um, Nina Simone walked into that store one day, and she started yelling that there was no section for her albums. Oh, so she was in uh, just she generic came in. S. She yeah no there were no Nina Simone albums. Oh she's and and she was. Furious, and I, I didn't know what to do. I said, "I'm so sorry." And anyway, I, I uh, went off there. But uh, so one day, um, Davy Johnstone walked into the store, and Davy is uh, Elton's guitarist since 1971. And uh, I literally, I walked up to him with an Elton John album, and I said, "What do you think of this stuff?" And he says, yeah, it's pretty good. And from that moment, we, you know, just started, I, you know, I said, I'm a musician. I, I love you guys. Uh, I was the only person aside from another friend of mine who worked there that recognized him. Okay. 
And uh, so I invited him to come see me play. I was playing at some hotel. I don't know. And and we became friends. And uh, over the years, we were hanging out. He was, Wait, did he come to the, that? Oh, yeah. He, he came, came to, the hotel to see to me watch play. You. Yeah. And when you do the, the, these hotel, uh, it's just you at a piano. Me at a piano. Bill, Billy Joel, piano man style. Totally. totally. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, you just made me remember it was at the... Uh, it was at some hotel on Beverly Boulevard and uh, Orlando. Uh, any, anyway, so he came to see me oh, and and uh, um, he invited me over for dinner. Uh, he was very Jesus. impressed with my playing, uh, hung out with his wife, got to know his kids. And I'm dying, you know, because I'm an Elton fan. So I'm trying to remain cool during this whole time of becoming friends with Davy Johnstone. Yeah. And, you know, you know, there's a freaking Rembrandt on the wall, an original Rembrandt that Elton gave to Davey, you know, and I'm like, holy shit, that's that's a real Rembrandt. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Elton gave it to me. Uh, for, you know, I'm dying. Yeah. Right. And uh, I met James Newton Howard. I met all these people who were working with Elton and uh, Davey started playing on my demos and he started what the shit yeah yeah it was crazy and and he started doing live gigs with me at Largo which was originally on Fairfax yeah. across from uh, Canners and we were we were music buds I, I mean he was playing for me and he was on tour with Elton and then off tour he's playing with you at Largo yes is that crazy yes it was insane and and I love him so much he, he's not only one of the greatest guitarists I've ever known but he's such a sweet, humble human being. Just f so cool. And so I wrote this song uh, and, and he said, you know, this is really an amazing song. Let's get Nigel, uh, Nigel Olson, who plays drums uh, since 1969 with Elton. And so we were at some studio and I had Nigel, I had Davey, and then I had his uh, keyboardist at the time, Guy Babylon, who has since passed away. And I, I had the whole Elton, I had Bob Birch playing bass. Jesus he was the Christ. bass player. And, you know, it, it's a weird thing because the song ended up sounding a whole lot like Elton. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Why would that yeah. be? I don't know. And there I am at the piano and singing. I'm like, you know, why does the world need another Elton? It really doesn't. So needless to say, the song never really mm. took off. But I have all these demos with the band. It's it's pretty impressive. And actually, Davey played on my um, Hanukkah song, which does get radio play. It's, it's called Eight Days and Nights. Mm. And it's on all over uh, iHeartRadio now, which which is cool. Um, so it was 2004 when he said, hey, you know, the guy, the guy who was rehearsing the band uh, doesn't sing. And, you know, would you be up for rehearsing the band? Which means what? Why, I, I'm smart. I understand this. Right. Uh, <laughs> this guy's an idiot. <laughs> the people listening, are, are they're, they're nothing but props to me. What does that mean, rehearse the band? So it means that I sit in on the piano and, and play Elton's parts and sing Elton's parts. At so a rehearsal. At a rehearsal. Space. So Elton doesn't have to be there. Okay. Uh, so I was like, uh, yeah. And uh, it was for the Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy reunion. Uh, it was like the celebration of that album's first release, mm -hmm. which was 75. And so here's the funny thing. I became an Elton fan 
on the album after that. So I didn't really know Captain Fantastic. The one, and the album after that is? Is uh, uh, Rock of the Westies, yeah, okay. which was great. It had Island Girl, mm-hmm. which that's where I came in. Give us a little bit of Island Girl. Island Girl. Yeah. What you wanted with the white man's world. So now they don't really play that because the whole band thinks it's a very racist song. And so they they don't do that anymore. Um, So I was literally driving over the canyon from my uh, job uh, to my home in Sherman Oaks, um, listening to Captain Fantastic nonstop. Mm -hmm. And I told my wife, I said, I feel like Rocky in training because I'm just sitting there listening to the licks, you know, everything that that Elton played on the piano. I I was remembering and playing and I got home. I would play it. I freaking learned that album top to bottom. So we got to the rehearsals and uh, I knew those songs better than most of those guys because only Davy and Nigel were original members and they hadn't played it since 75. Okay. And the rest of the band never played that stuff except for Someone Save My Life Tonight, which was the hit. And uh, so, you know, we did the rehearsals. They recorded them to CD and they got the CD to Elton and Elton was like, hey, let's bring him to, uh, to Boston and he can rehearse us there. So this is a great story. So apparently the first thing he asked Davey was, is Adam straight? And Davey said, yes. And I said, well, what'd you say that for? I, you know, I'll, I'll do anything, uh, but not that. And anyway, so so we get to Boston and, and this is really crazy. So Elton had not played these songs in years himself. So I'm up there on stage at this church in Boston. It was beautiful. And I'm freaked out because this is the first time, 2005, I'm meeting Elton John, my hero, right? So he gets out of the limo and we shake hands. Davey says, Adam, this is Elton. Elton, hi, I loved your work since I was a kid. Thanks, nice meeting you too. He gives me a hug. We go up on stage and I'm on the little keyboard. Elton's got the nine foot concert grand, right? (laughs) And so he sits down and we're about to play uh, the song Better Off Dead. Elton has no idea how to play it. So he looks at me and, you know, we've got the we've got the 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 cameras, we've got the lighting people, we've got the choir, which is an, uh, an eight member gospel choir. And so he says, what are those chords? And and I said, well, you do uh, an A flat, uh, then to, uh, you know, and I'm telling Elton the chords of his song, <laughs> of his song. <laughs> so I'm kind of in shock yeah. and, you know, and he starts you say, playing. say, hey, Elton, it's your song. <laughs> <laughs> this is a song. Oh, yes. So, you know, so he, okay, got it. And then he plays it and then he fucks up. And he's and he's like, what what is that? What am I doing? And and I said, well, again, it's a it's an A flat over C, and then you just take that to the D flat, and then down. Okay, got it. And he he does it again, and he can't do it. And he says, fuck this old shit, and he walks off the stage. Oh, oh Jesus! No. And so I the look, whole premise is this uh, this reunion uh, part of the concert. Gotcha. Yes. <laughs> no. So I looked over to my left at Davy Johnstone. And I said, well, that went well. (laughs) And so everybody starts cracking up. And now Elton's left the building. And I'm sitting there at the keyboard, the choir's behind me, the band members, the lighting people, the agents, 
And I'm like, well, shit, I guess I'm going home. Right. And so literally about an hour later, uh, we, we all went home. We all, there was nothing else to do that day. Okay. So about an hour after Elton walked off, we all decided, I guess he's not coming back. So we left. And I thought, okay, I'm flying home tomorrow. The next day, Elton's back. He says, we're doing every song except this song. <laughs> okay, great. So we did that. And then as a gift to me, as a, as a thank you, I should say, he let me sing with the eight-member gospel choir. Oh, at, at that show? At the Boston Garden. And then we were going to Madison Square Garden. Okay. The choir was pissed. They did not want you to be <laughs> part of They didn't want me to be part of the, their, their choir. So, so we get to Boston Garden and there is no microphone for me to stand in front of. <laughs> and they also have dance steps for a lot of their songs. There's no reason for you to be involved with this, right? I don't know the dance steps right. and I don't dance. So they said, okay, just follow me. I said, well, what do you mean follow me? I, I don't dance. I'm going to look like an idiot. You know, okay, I got an idea. Uh, you'll just come up for the Captain Fantastic part. There's not a whole lot of dance moves in that. And just do whatever you can. So I did whatever I could. Uh, I learned whatever I could for the two shows in Boston. Then we went to Madison Square Garden and I had a better hang of it. And it's stupid dance shit. You know, you're like looking with your hand over your, your forehead like a, you're looking off in the distance. Mm -hmm. That was one of the steps. <laughs> so, so I'm up there doing this and right after the first show, Madison Square Garden, this couple comes up to me outside. I'm walking with uh, my wife. I think Jake Keith was there actually. And, um, and the funniest thing, they said, were you that guy that was up on stage uh, singing with the choir? I said, well, yes, I, I was. I'm all proud. They said, did you win your spot to be there? <laughs> what, a, what a perfect way to insult you. It was great. It was great. I started cracking up. But so so that's where it all, you know, really began with that Captain Fantastic bit. And I played Madison Square. I think we had two shows there. The choir was just furious they were they they wouldn't even off stage where they talk to you not they, at all they didn't want not at all the bus ride to madison square garden there the bus ride back to the hotel absolute silence wow and it was it really a bummer it wasn't your fault it wasn't my fault but, at all and, and you're also friends with davy so well, like oh right oh, there we right, go. Well, right. that's a, how we got the gig nepo right. baby nepotism right yeah. you were just saying yeah um so you know um the, the funny thing is there's this one song called um uh, we all fall in love sometimes, which leads to the song Curtains. And there's this whole ending where Elton's going, lum, lum, de do, lum, dum, de do. And the choir is singing along. And this is a gospel choir. And I've never heard a gospel choir sound so white in my life. <laughs> so I started at, at uh, Boston Garden. I should have mentioned this. I started singing lum, de lum, de leo with all my heart, right? So Elton calls David, uh, Davey. And he says, I want Adam on mic loud because he's doing that. He's got great. And I was like, hell yeah, you know? Nice. So I, I grabbed that mic <laughs> and I was like, lum -de -lum -de -lay. and there's video of it. <laughs> and I'm like out of my mind go, going crazy. Um, so yeah, I get why the choir was probably a little pissed off because I put, I put a lot of soul into that. Mm. I mean... I loved that song after I had learned it, you know, driving up and down Laurel Canyon right. for uh, a couple of weeks. So, 
you know, from there, it went to 2007 where I conducted uh, the the 65-member Brooklyn Youth Choir for his 60th birthday. And President Clinton was there. Mm. Uh, it, it was amazing being in front of the choir and Elton introduced me, you know, Adam Chester, choir conductor. And everybody's always pissed at me because the Brooklyn Youth Choir had a choral conductor. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I was conducting them. Right. And she's like, you know, why the hell isn't it me? And... Oh, God, I, I felt, you know, hey, I, I did the arrangements. I was conducting, you know, yeah. and but I, I always feel bad somehow, um, you know, but it's been just this evolution of responsibilities, uh, you know, and I, I, I don't want to say too much, but but it all was just the highlight of my life was at that Dodger Stadium gig. That to me, you could kill me because that that was Beyond belief, incredible. So you you were with him for fifteen years. Fifteen years, prior, yeah. Uh, yeah. Building up to this, yeah. And uh, so, it, it, so I'm clear. So Elton would be home in England, right? And then to get ready for this tour, the good right. uh, the goodbye Yellow Brick Road tour, farewell right. Yellow right. Brick Road. You you would rehearse the band here, correct? So you would be Elton John. Correct. Here, getting ready for the... Now, would, would, would Davey pick the songs? Would Elton pick the songs? El, Elton picks the songs. Okay. And sometimes there's extra songs just in case he wants to try something. Okay. And they only bring me in when the band hasn't rehearsed in a long time, when there's a song they haven't played in a long time, when there's a new album, they brought me in, and uh, I'd have to learn the album and then rehearse them. Uh, but there's been times... Well, uh, so when I went to London uh, to conduct uh I'm, I'm sorry not to conduct uh but to teach this choir a part that i wrote for elton's single called home again uh they flew me my wife and my kids out there my kids met elton my wife met elton it was amazing um so when that happened uh it it was what, what, what was i trying to say here uh it, it was remarkable because i got to write something yes that was being performed that, live for elton unbelievable and uh i was literally sitting across from elton probably as close as i am to you guys and i said you know i got to tell you that album you just did which was called diving board i said that's an incredible album i i, I mean do you write just on the fly and he looked at me, takes his glasses off, and I'm, oh, God, yeah, I've never seen him without his glasses in a long time. And uh, he said, you know, I just sat there in the studio and, and come up with it, and then I don't remember it. And so that explained a lot. And so during the rehearsal there in London, he was like, Adam, Adam, what's this chord? And he called for me in front of my kids, in front of my wife, and I'm like, God, this is amazing. This is fucking, this, this is, is amazing. This is Ripper Owens and Judas Priest shit. This is. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a, a, a wonderful shot of me standing over Elton, showing him where to place his hands on the keyboard. Wow. And it, it was amazing, um, you know, just to be that guy and there's nobody else he uses. It's you. Yeah, For 15 it's years, it's you. Yeah, and, and Davey called me the surrogate Elton John, which meant I got to sit in for him. And from there, since Elton became a Sir Elton, they call me Sir Elton with a U. So, <laughs> so I'm the surrogate Elton. Um, so it, it's been an amazing journey. And this year has been insane because he played the White House. 
and I got to to rehearse that because uh, they needed me to camera block. It was just Elton solo. And so, they, wow. so I'm in front of the White House at the piano and I'm there Thursday night and Joe Biden is in a chair behind me watching <laughs> with her grandkids. And I'm like, this, I, it's all just so crazy that I'm this person. You know what I mean? Yes. This fan that grew up loving Elton, all respect. And here I am doing this. I mean, I tell friends of mine in high school, they're like, this is karma. I mean, this is all you ever did. And that's the truth. Wow. So, um, it, it's so, pretty crazy. Before we get to Dodger Stadium, yeah, yeah. you sent me a clip of... Oh, the first rehearsal. Your first rehearsal. Yes. And this is... We'll play a little bit of this. We won't yeah. play the whole thing. This is Captain Fantastic. Uh, uh, this is Captain Fantastic. Yeah. No one's ever heard this, by the way. Except oh, my wife. Breaking news. That sounds like a recording. Right. That's me on the electric piano. And here comes me singing... chills it's it's so cool i don't even think i can sing this high anymore Yeah. Only be, if you sent that, if somebody sent that to me and said, "Hey, I've got a rare Elton bootleg," <laughs> yes. I would think it was a rare Elton yeah, bootleg. Yeah, I just think yeah. it was him, like younger. Yeah, like, it's, yeah right. It's, just, it's a great vocal match. Like not only yes, right, playing the part, like just singing the part. Yeah, so well. I mean, that will thank you. I mean, but that was literally after weeks driving back yeah. up and down Laurel Canyon. I'm going to nail this. So that was the first day. That, that was the first time I had ever rehearsed the band. Really? And you know, they told me that Elton wears warm up suits all the time so i went out to uh <laughs> to the to the sporting goods store and i bought a fucking adidas warm-up suit and i wore it to the uh, rehearsal and they're all like oh no <laughs> that was cool i have a question if, if i might uh, yeah yeah hang on a second as always we got to get a confirmation that the room is open what floor floor is floor open. Is question <laughs> garen are we allowing elliot's question yeah, I think we are going to allow it. Go right ahead. <laughs> so, Adam, you, you say that you were running rehearsals, and I don't know about the first time, but over the years, were were, were you actually? Excuse me. <coughs> It'll be okay. <laughs> were you actually were you actually running the rehearsals like the rehearsal director? Or? No, 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 no. Davey, Davey's the music director, and he ran the rehearsals. Ah, very good. I was just at the piano and and vocals, Got and you it. know. And there was all right. Let, let's do uh, uh, "Don't Go Breaking My Heart." Yes, what, what'd you yes. Do there? Uh, and then you would do that, or would you run the would you run the show from start to finish, or would it be a combination of both? Sort of combination things? of both. We'd first rehearse the songs that needed rehearsing, and then uh, we'd go top to bottom, and. Um, uh, yeah, when they did the, uh, oh God, there's been so much stuff. Um, uh, Grammy salute to Elton John. Uh, I actually played in the band up on stage at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Wow. In front of Elton and David and uh, Bernie Taupin. 
and that was insane because there was Ed Sheeran, there was uh, you know easy, um, Lady easy. Gaga. Uh, what? No, he loves no, Ed Sheeran. He loves Ed Sheeran. Oh, in a that's way that cool. Is ridiculously <laughs> over the top. He was super nice. Uh, there you go. He's nice. That explains why he's successful. <laughs> um, you know that was amazing. And Lady Gaga was there. As Lady well? Gaga did your song, and I conducted the uh, the string quartet and the choir for that. Uh, song and so I got to meet Lady Gaga I got to meet Miley Cyrus um, uh, you know the people I met just over the years through this it, it's been crazy you know um, I met Brandy Carlisle at, at the Dodger Stadium gig. I don't mean to jump, jump around, but when I went up to her, I said, hi, I just want to say, hi, love your stuff. My name's uh, Adam. I, and right before I said what I do, she said, I know who you are. And I said, no way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, no, no way. Yeah, really? I, I mean, that's exciting. That is really exciting. So, uh, um, I don't know if you want to go right to the Dodgers. Well, I guess this. so. You uh, you would spend time with Elton John. You would. Uh, he was pleasant to you. Um, so here, yes, we were always pleasant to each other. There wasn't a whole lot of alone time. Um, he invited me to his dressing room once to look at um, uh, his iPad. He had a bunch of pictures of his kids. Okay. And he was showing off his kids to me. And I'm like, well, let me show you my kids here's, here. Um, here's Chester. Right, right. <laughs> and um, so that that was pretty uh, amazing. Um, what was the question? I, I don't forget. know. I, I, you I spent time with him. It, right, I, right. I, I, I just want to jump in to say this. I, you know, I've seen Elton in concert a zillion times over right. the years. The first time I saw him was the Red Strikes Back tour. Oh yeah, and which yeah. was him at an electric piano, and it was. Uh, uh, it was a. I don't want to go on with you like that. Great yeah. song. Yep, uh, I like that whole album. Yep, and um, I was working for MCA at the time. That's when I when I met. Oh, Elton. that's right. I know. And. Um, uh, you know, I didn't know the man. I took a photo. He yep. signed a CD cover for me and took a photograph and then yeah. went and did more blow. And um, he, uh, oh, man. I don't know if any of that's true, by the way. Right. Uh, but Bernie Toppin did have a scarf on. I've never seen him without a scarf. <laughs> so he, uh, this farewell, Yellowbrook Road, when it mm-hmm. came to the, I believe it was the Staples Center first. Yeah. Um, it was the best he's ever, in my opinion, the best he's ever sounded. Yeah. And the best, the set list was fantastic. And yeah. then the set list, at Dodger Stadium was even better because it dropped the Disney tune. Yes. Which was really just kind of brought the show to, a, kind of slowed it down because yeah. everybody there is my age and they don't want to hear Circle right. of Life. They want to hear right. Pinball Wizard. Right. You know, they, mm-hmm. and so uh, the Staples Center song show was great. Mm-hmm. Didn't think it could be topped, quite frankly, because I, yeah. you know, got teary eyed and cried at that thing. And then it was like, I must see him when he comes back. I must be at that final show. Right. Um, and it it, it it delivered. And so yeah. I can't imagine. So now that we're there, I can't imagine being on stage. And again, your you posters on the wall. And yep. holy shit, you're at Dodger. And you've already yeah. done Madison Square Garden. You've done the fucking White House. Right. And here's Dodger Stadium where <laughs> right. you live. Right. And so go ahead. Right. So I didn't know I was playing the show until Saturday, the day before. Oh my God. I knew there was a chance I'd be playing, but it was still, you know, Elton's going to play piano. You know, you, thank you. So wait, so he's going to play piano well, and then Kiki D's just going to do the vocal? Right. And they would both do the vocal. Elton would right. do it from the piano. Okay. And so I thought, okay. So I'm there at rehearsal Saturday. Uh, I met Brandy Carlisle. She and I sang Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me, which was amazing. 
Um, she's completely connected to the material too. I mean, she's looking at me, I'm looking at her and it was, it was beautiful. Um, Dua Lipa gets there. I met her, but I didn't rehearse with her. Uh, and then Kiki's there. And, uh, so we started doing Don't Go Breaking My Heart and it sounded great. And she was doing her part. I was doing mine. We stop. Elton's here. Oh, great. So, (laughs) you know, uh, so I'm, pretty much done i go to the side of the stage uh he sees me he says hello you beautiful man and i'm like wow you know hey uh and i'm thinking i wonder if he's being sarcastic you know i I don't know at this point in my life um so i'm sitting uh at the side of the stage where all the guitar techs are and the keyboard tech and elton goes up to the piano and starts trying to play don't go breaking my heart and he can't do it. Same deal. He's going to get right. mad against he can't him do off. It. <laughs> and he hasn't done it ever. I hear I hear he has never played piano on that song. So I'm sitting there backstage and I said to myself, don't go playing my part. <laughs> and the guys behind me started laughing and he never mind. And so I went up there and I started playing it. They sang and I'm in. So all of a sudden, now I have to sign all this Disney paperwork. I'm gonna be filmed, you know, there's a documentary happening. I'm signing my life away, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I, I really don't give a shit. Um, and so I knew that day, uh, my wife and I went to, uh, <laughs> you know, you were talking about um, the, the, uh, the the president, why am I blanking, who Zelensky. came? Yeah, Zelensky. Yeah, Zelensky, uh, not going to Saks to get a jacket. Okay, I went to freaking Bloomies, because mm-hmm. I'm playing Dodger, I want something. Yeah. So I got a, a great, you know, white shirt, because I had to dress like the band, they're in suits. So I got a really nice white shirt, and you know, uh, it was pretty cool. Um, and then Sunday comes and I'm just, that's the day of the show. It's the final North American appearance ever. And, and is, that, by the way, is that legit? That is legit. He's yeah. never going to play here again. He's not no. going to come and do a, because the wording is it's his final U.S. tour. Tour, yeah. So yeah, is yeah. he going to come to do a residency yes. in Vegas? I think he is. I, I don't think he can get away from the the charge, uh, the addiction of the crowds. I think he's addicted to that. Okay. And I don't blame him. I mean, it's an incredible feeling. Um, so, so Sunday happens and I'm literally just pacing backstage waiting until I hear I'm still standing because don't go breaking my heart is next. Okay. And I'm just trying to stay centered, trying to stay focused. And my wife doesn't have a seat. So now I'm panicked about that. So I'm dealing with the ushers, trying to get her a seat. I don't have time for this, honey. Just stand in the back of the stage. It's fine. I don't care. She says, don't worry about me. Focus. Fine. I'm focused. So I'm getting ready and uh, there's four chairs right behind Elton backstage, behind at Dodger Stadium. Joni Mitchell is in one of them. And there's these three women sitting next to her. One of them gets up. And now there's a chair next to Joni Mitchell. Chair for the wife. I'm like, here I come. So I sit down in the chair because I know I'm up next. Okay. And I just wanted to be ready. And I can see out of the corner of my right eye mm-hmm. that they're all looking, who the hell? <laughs> Somebody's sitting there. I, what? Who are you? And I just looked over. I said, hello. And, and, and so then uh, I'm still standing ends. And it's my cue. 
I go up on stage and I do my thing and thank God there were no mistakes. I mean, I was just, there's a shot that somebody from backstage took where I'm literally at the keys and my head goes back and my hair is flying and it's yes. like, I'm like, that's the last chord of the song and I'm, I'm in heaven and I'm bouncing all around. You were saying, cause I'm like, I'm like a kid up there. Um, I looked out and I can't see anybody. It's just lights and figures. And I thought, this is incredible. This is my hometown now. I've lived here most all my life and it was just a beautiful experience. So the song ends and I get up and I grab my cell phone cause I'm like, I want to take a picture of me. I want to take a selfie on stage. So the stage hand sees me, goes, what the fuck are you doing? You're taking a fucking selfie? Get off the stage. And I'm, I, he scared me so much, I didn't get the selfie. Of course not, because you shouldn't, you asshole. <laughs> Play your song and get off. What are you doing? I don't know. You're I, a professional. It was in the moment. I, I thought, why not? I would have yeah, I, I don't dis that. Right, I, I'm with you, but you, come on. I'm I on, get I'm it. I get then. it. I get it. Okay. So I run off stage. Joni Mitchell is ear to ear smiling different different vibe totally different vibe and she high fives me love it oh as God. i go past her and i'm like if somebody could have captured that yeah it, it would have been amazing but then i thought to myself okay i'm done maria comes running over we have a hug right i'm in on cloud freaking a billion and i thought <laughs> do i ask Joni mitchell to take a picture with me and then i thought you know I can probably name one Joni Mitchell song. <laughs> I, I don't want to do that. It's not organic. It's not real. I'm good with that high five. Yeah. And so then Marie, Marie and I went off. I, I'm out of my mind happy. We just watched the rest of the show. And here's the kicker. So we're the show ends. We're backstage partying with everybody. And the video producer... Patrick, I don't remember his name, nice English fellow. He's about 6'5". He's in charge of all the videos you're seeing in the show. Mm. Now, he's a legend in this, in this video world. He walks up to me and he says, Adam, Adam, uh, I have a present for you. I said, what? Why? And he said, well, and now Kim, who's the keyboardist for the Elton John band hears this so he's like I have a picture of him looking over my shoulder right because Maria snapped a shot of this and he said I recorded uh, the camera angle of Elton so you would have yourself at the piano for Don't Go Breaking My Heart because I knew how much this meant for you. Oh what? Jesus Christ. And I said, are you kidding me? He says, I have every shot they would have had if Elton had been at the piano. And so I have the song top to bottom with just me and my hands. <laughs> right. Oh my God. And I, I said, I hope you don't get into trouble for this. And he said, no, it's fine. And I didn't post it because I thought, you know, what if he does get in trouble? But, you know, it, it was an incredible gesture because they knew how much this meant to me. Right. Everybody knew, That's you know, crazy. and um, and so here we are. And, you know, now he goes on to New Zealand, Australia and, and Europe. He ends in July. I don't know if I'm going to end up playing again, but, you know, I'll be ready. Is there if, a chance they could fly to one of these countries? Yes. To, to do yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. It's exciting. I mean, I'd love for that to happen, but I don't I don't know how you top 
what happened at Dodger Stadium. I don't really understand how that is going to end again (laughs) in another country. Yeah. Um, you know, but it was just a beautiful moment. You know, Davey called me. He said, you look great. You sounded great. I was singing backup vocals yeah. too. Um, so, you know, it was, it was strange not to get a high five or a fist pump or something, but I just realized I grabbed my phone to take a selfie. Then I was yelled at and then I ran off stage. So, you know, whatever. Um, he also had a hug Kiki D goodbye. Exactly. So like, and um, it, it's all, it, it's just so, it was just such a perfect night. It was just a perfect night. It was, uh, again, my son Oliver and I were there. And just when you came, I go, that's, I, I know this guy. <laughs> and I just couldn't that's amazing. believe just the, the, how amazing that must have been. Just yeah, to, it's intense. Good for you. It, it, it was just an intensely wonderful thank you to be allowed to play Elton's piano on stage for his last concert. And you're playing his piano. That's and a great his piano. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And and they're not wiping the keys or the mic down. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? It's like, ooh, that foreigner was just here. You know, none of that. Um, it was just it's amazing. And I should say the very first time I met him uh, in in uh, Boston, uh, after that whole debacle of the first uh, rehearsal, when we did Madison Square Garden right after, I was invited into his dressing room and he said, thank you, Adam. And he went to give me a kiss on the lips and I turned my cheek <laughs> because I just turned my cheek. Yeah. I don't kiss people on the lips except my wife. And so I felt bad about that. And I went back into the dressing room. There's Davey, Nigel, the rest of the band. I said, Elton just went to kiss me on the lips and I turned my cheek and Nigel said, well, you're a fucking moron, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, you know, now it didn't hurt you. You're still, you're still there. I'm, I'm you're, still here. Yeah. It didn't hurt. So is there I'm ever, standing. I'm fascinating. He's still standing. Exactly. Yes, it's good yes. for you. That, God, that song's great and live. It's even better. Oh, totally. Um, is there, I got just a few nerd music concert goer questions. Yes, yes. Why does Elton have three percussionists? Why are, why, <laughs> why is there a drummer and then there's two uh, other there's guys? There's John Mahan and there's yeah. Ray Cooper. So walk me through why that happens because that, like that seems like a lot of chimes. It, yeah, no, it, it really is. It really is. Um, John is the percussionist who uh, also does all the high vocals, uh, the background parts. You know, all that stuff that Elton can't do anymore, John hits all of those notes. Okay. Ray Cooper, I'm not saying John isn't a, a great percussionist. Ray Cooper plays the tambourine, he becomes the tambourine. <laughs> I have never seen a percussionist personify percussion the way he does. And he, 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 what, what he like tinkles with stuff he he paints and and where john just basically will play along with a shaker or congas you know ray has this touch of just adding these little things to the song it's magical to okay. watch ray mm-hmm. so i i think that's why uh, and ray was there first i mean ray ray was there since 70 i think 69 or 70 um he had an amazing story about George Harrison. Uh, I don't know if I can tell it. Can I tell it? Yes. I'm going to tell it. 
Shit, he told me never to tell it. Wait, All right. he told you not to tell oh, it? Oh, then don't tell it. Then don't tell it. Yeah, don't tell it. Off, off the air, maybe. Damn it. Or tell it. All right. Uh, let me, it's, let me, not George, it's not like George Harrison's going to come and get you. Well, that's a very good point. <laughs> uh, it, it went something like this. George uh, was working with Ray. They were very close friends. They were in the studio, George's studio. George had a bunch of guitars up there. And uh, I, I don't even know all the brands, but one of them was was a Les Paul, right? So um, Ray said, George, which one's your favorite guitar? And he says, uh, that one right there. And he points to the Les Paul. And so Ray says, wow, that's, that's strange. I would have thought you would have meant that, you would have picked that one because that's the guitar you played for this album you did with the Beatles. And he said, uh, no, I played that one when Paul wasn't available. So it was less Paul. <laughs> <laughs> and I cannot look at that brand now without thinking, without thinking less yeah. Paul. He enjoyed playing that one the most because there was less Paul was, in the song. They're mucking it up. Correct. In his opinion. Is I, that crazy? Or correct. he just loved the, the wordplay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it was just he a loved it. He was the Norm Crosby <laughs> of music. I, mean, I, I love that. I love that. Uh, all right, last question about this and then, yeah. then we got to ruin things by going around and getting sports teams to beat with the letter R. <laughs> um, you're known for this. Does word ever spread like Billy Joel's touring? The band needs to be rehearsed. Yeah. We need someone to sit at the piano that's, and that's do That's a sore spot. So uh, I met Billy. Oh, I didn't, I didn't mean to. No, I no, no. I was just using it as an example. I didn't know this was legit. <laughs> no, this is fun, I guess. I was backstage 2005 at Madison Square Garden. There's Billy Joel. So uh, Davey says, uh, Billy, I want you to meet our surrogate Elton. Uh, this is Adam Chester. And Billy said, surrogate? Why don't I have a surrogate? And I said, I'm available. <laughs> Next thing you know, he hired this dude to play guitar and sit in for him at the piano. He plays guitar too. Okay. So he, he had a surrogate. It wasn't me. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I only know Elton stuff the way I know Elton stuff. And, and... So but while, but you learned it going back and forth over the canyon. That album. But that, if you got hired to yeah, do, I'd, to I'd do be a Billy Joel tour, yeah. you could learn it. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just known as the Elton dude. Uh, that That's it, you know? And that's fine. That you know? seems like, oh a, my God, that seems like enough. seems like enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're pushing for <laughs> no, Billy Joel. I'm just, well, because Elton's fucking things up and retiring. Now this guy's going to be on the street. <laughs> so I want him to maybe yeah. find somebody, some other piano player. That, right, uh, some other gig, please. Yeah, maybe Harry Connick needs someone. Oh, that's great. Uh, um, the old man? The, no, no, Junior. Junior. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> junior, thank you. Garen, Garen, if I may, that was the best setup for a joke in the history of the show. You did it. Ten years great. in, you did it. <laughs> now I insist you submit your paperwork and you're done here. <laughs> Uh, well, Adam, congr I mean, congratulations on all that. It is thank you, Jimmy. I, I literally did. I didn't know any of this. I knew you rehearsed to the band. I yeah. didn't know it started in two thousand five. Yeah, I yeah. haven't seen you since the Acme's, which was nineteen ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah, ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah, that's and right. So it's been that long. So I was just like, it's I would crazy. see your great posts, you know, during the pandemic where you would oh the Quarantellas. Yeah, you would bring your piano out to the street. Yeah, yeah, and go ahead, tell the people what you did because it, it really would. That that was for, amazing for people that if I just, like, people love 
that Never Not Funny was there to fill the gap and entertain them. Yep. Three, we were doing three shows during the pandemic, during the lockdown. The yeah. pandemic's still going on, but yeah. Um, and people were grateful for that. And so I was I was on the other side of it. Yeah. Grateful that you would do those mm-hmm. on a Saturday morning or a Sunday yep. and, and you would pull it out and it would be great music and I get to sit at my computer and watch you play. And right. Uh, so, so anyway, I just wanted to share that I know everybody enjoyed that we did that. I was lucky enough to experience the same thing that they experienced through you. Uh-huh. So thank you for thank that. Thank you. That's, so, that's awesome. So you did. Go ahead. So, yeah, we did these uh, concerts. I brought my keyboard outside and for a while it was just me. We did it once a week. Uh, on a Saturday or Sunday, Lisa Loeb came and sang Don't Go Breaking My Heart yeah. with me. Um, Davey went, you know, he came and played a couple of times. Um, and we started um, streaming it on Facebook. And we had all these people watching because this uh, this podcast or, or this show that was based on vintage music got got wind of it. Mm. Uh, AP News did a story about it, I think because of my relationship with Elton. And uh, and Quarantella raised $20,000 for nonprofits. Oh, wonderful. Which wow. was incredibly nice. cool. Um, and and really, I, I would still love to be doing that. I mean, that, that was just a joy to go out there and play songs for mm-hmm. people um, and raise money. Uh, it was it was truly an exciting time. And Coachella sent me a cease and desist letter. <laughs> oh, did they really? <laughs> yes, they did. Yes, they did because of the name uh, Quarantella. And I said, are you serious? So they I own mean, the, 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 the suffix Chella. 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 <laughs> so I changed the name to Quarantella. And I'm mm. like, screw you guys. Yeah. I mean, really, you should tag along on this and let's all raise some money right, for sure. people. Uh, but yeah, we got to cease and desist, which to me was funny because they were acknowledging that, you know, word was out. Which yeah, was yeah. Cool. Um, I, I like how you said it was a really good. What did you say? It was a really exciting time. Uh, you miss it. We were in a lockdown. I know. I know. I know. But uh, fuck, that's ta- that's terrible. Yeah, no. It, it, look, you, you know, know, we I were. I kind of feel like that too sometimes. Like it was, it was a scary, crazy time, but yes. there was something very nice and simple and yes. calm Agreed. about it. In a it weird felt way. like 1975 again. Yeah. We, everybody had their own private life, and yes, yeah. you know what I mean. I and do. nobody was in everybody's business. And, um, you know, I, I, it was a horrible time in the sense that there was this raging disease nobody understood. Yeah. But uh, but really, you know, you find out if you want to stay with your wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, luckily, we all did. Yes, yeah. exactly. And I know two of the guys in here were lucky. <laughs> I could see our that's true. I could see our wives getting very, very tired yeah. of us. Yes, um, indeed. You've been married how long? Uh, 21 years. 21 years. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so just a little longer than Danielle and I. We're coming oh, wow. Up on, coming up on 20. We're at 18, 19. That's exciting. Something like I that. I remember Danielle. You she know was Danielle? awful. Yeah. And she was awesome. Why did I say awful? Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? She was awfully awesome. There, we go. there you go. Thank you. Good save. Thank you. <laughs> Here all day. But you play, uh, you do shows weekly at the Sunset Marquee, correct? Sunset Marquee every Tuesday, though I'm off till the uh, 17th of January because my family and I are going to uh, Costa Rica. Oh, wonderful. Enjoy. Which nice. should be fun. Thank awesome. you. And so when you do those shows, uh, what are those like? Is that just- uh, You know, it ends up everybody wants to hear an Elton song. Uh, I have a harmonica. The only song I know how to play on harmonica is Piano Man. Uh, and, you know, it's just a free for all of people singing along. Some people wanting the mic who shouldn't have the mic. <laughs> 
and it's a whole lot of fun. I, I love the Sunset Marquee. It's a rocker hotel. Is it? Uh, I, I've never been there. I've been oh, there for so the cool. GQ party, but I haven't okay. been there for something like this. Yeah. Uh, is it something that Danielle and I come by and, Absolutely. and, and we eat and, and watch, or do we just come by and enjoy? Um, well, there's a restaurant there called Cavatina, and you can eat there and then come over to the bar. And then uh, I, I think they serve light food there, but eat at Cavatina, then come to uh, okay. the bar and uh, drinks are on me. Uh, oh, geez. Well, good for you. I, I'll have water. <laughs> I, uh, I don't drink because uh, I had a problem. I understand. Um uh, listen, this is, you, you know, this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, Hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, in the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was very of the pre me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid. It, it, oh yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's. Where I don't. I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on? With we're here to talk about Factor. Yeah. Although you know what. Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Yeah, they got all this, all I sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code pardo50 at factormeals.com slash pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wall that's missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute gift for a loved one, an unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on... Uh, uh, social media, by the way, people saying, "Oh, I had to spend the night at the at the pet vet." Yeah, people like using the phrase "pet vet," even though "vet" covers pet. I mean, what other? Are you, are you at the wild animal vet? Yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people. I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun? It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, that's a good point. Yeah, why are they? Yeah. Why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their? Very you know, serious issue. You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, this is it, here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good, I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where Earnin jumps in. Yes. Uh, Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah, it's but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. 
That's what they're saying. They say it like that? Yeah. They, I would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement. No, in their these, these are people that, uh, you, you know, when they're giving a testimonial, they're caught off guard. And they're, then, they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone. Exactly these are right. not professional these are broadcasters. Like we are. Yeah, they, they, they sound stilted, but that's real. That's genuine. Thank you. Matt, again, it gives them peace of mind. <laughs> uh, hey, download Earning Today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. That's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn It app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who said to you there, who directed you there. Once again, put in Never Not Funny under podcast. Subject your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Earnin. It's your money. Get it now. Well, I don't even know how to transition from how energetic and wonderful that was yeah. to now back to our shit show <laughs> <laughs> whatever man you guys are awesome uh, i love you, this uh all right but it's now time to go sitting cross-legged on the floor as jimmy goes around the hall karen sucks um, oh, but because, why are we going around the horn, Jimmy? Because, and I was going to bring that up, okay. uh, Matt, because we, we are tight on time, gentlemen. All right. So uh, let's just get uh, some guesses sure. and then uh, move on. Okay. So So uh, we check it. We go to Garen to start the... It's the letter game. Oh, no, I go first. You go first, yeah. The letter game. Hope my guess is better. You start with the letter and end with the name. It's the never not funny. All right, so uh, Matt has the con. Yes, I do. The letter is R. I'll start, and then we'll head over to the pop culture. Can we quickly give say thank you again? To, I'm sure we said it when we first got that song, but that's Dan Luizel. Dan right? Luizel, I believe, out of Michigan. Who, I believe that's, who uh, sent us that tune. And, uh, uh, that's great. It's a great song. Again, we thank everybody that sends us uh, tunes, because they're all wonderful and great, with the exception of that one that we don't play. <laughs> um, by the way, that's a 100% a joke. I can't think of one. Uh, well, someone out there is going. They've never played. They've never mine. played mine. He's and talking about me. And I'm. By the way, I don't know if there's you don't one get them. They go to Elliot. Them. He's the gatekeeper. Yeah, he's the gatekeeper. Yeah. So be mad at him. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams. I'm going with the Rams. Right. Los Angeles Rams. Los Angeles Rams. Since I have first choice and I feel good about it because you're a hometown boy, just a hometown boy. Yep. Uh, by the way, driving here today, we heard um, "Feeling That Way." Ooh, anytime that you that the journey song oh okay. sure and uh i turned oliver in the car and he doesn't give a shit but i turn around and i go this is steve perry at his best <laughs> <laughs> no irony no, this is steve perry's best work i even said it like that <laughs> this is steve perry's best work no not to be funny nothing just you, a genuinely. sincere outburst meant it probably would have said it with nobody in the car yeah. <laughs> like it just yeah. it's, it's just he's, his voice is just beautiful on that that's a real life version of in top gun maverick when the guy goes fastest man alive yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's so stupid and overly sincere and weird um all right so gary we check with the pop culture music for that's that is sponsor lemon ice designs head over there uh, get yourself if you buy two t-shirts you get a jimmy parlor and never not funny shirt for free lemon house designs the fastest way to uh, get a shirt <laughs> uh garen what's your guess i've already said rams raptors the raptors raptors uh that we head over to the new the newly crowned bomb cyclone yeah. mm-hmm. elliot hochberg uh ellie what's your guess uh i'm going with the color reds go with the red cincinnati yep the red legs Adam, you don't. Uh, you made your point off the air. You don't know anything about sports. Right, he was actually googling. I, I had to. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't know any. I know wrestling. That's what I love. Professional yeah. wrestling. Oh, okay. I'll say the Redskins. 
The Redskins, Redskins is, a, is yeah. a team that we no longer uh, correct. No longer we exist. Not, yes, uh, it's a retired name. sports team. Much name, like Island okay. Girl, we don't sing it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah. All right, give us the fans real fast. Ah, uh, hold on, sorry. All right, sorry for uh, we have. I still can't get used to the because they they were the Washington football team for so long. Yeah, it felt right. like now it feels weird for them to have a, a real Commanders. Name, but, yeah, I don't yeah. Like, which is weird at coming off of Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, it's, yeah it's weird even for what's a lot his of name? Reasons. Even Bradley Whitford posted, you know, it posted, you know, their, with their logo un, under his eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird name in these in yeah. these. They they can't seem they can't manage to work that out, can they? No, they just they just couldn't. They they had to touch the hot stove again. Yeah, <laughs> they could have been anything. They could have been, been anything. I actually liked what the football club. I thought that was fun. Yeah, it was it's different than everybody soccer. else. It feels too much like a soccer team. I mm. see that as a guy that comes from soccer. I, I will take yeah. your word on that. Yeah. All right, give us the fans, please. Washington legislators, uh, <laughs> Arizona Razorbacks. Wait, how do we know what the fans? Are? Do do that? Is there any stake in this? Oh, for I'm them? sorry. Yeah, we're well. I, I'm trying to go fast. You know, Shut it down. Go. Um, <laughs> the, the Arizona Razorbacks. Okay. Houston Rockets. Houston Rockets. That's uh, basketball. Uh-huh. That's right. Uh-huh. Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers baseball. Uh-huh. Cincinnati Reds. That's Cincinnati my choice. Cincinnati Reds. That was your choice. Toronto uh, Raptors. That's Garrett Cockrell. My pleasure. Detroit Red Wings. The Red Wings hockey. My yeah. friend Steve Ayat's uh, favorite uh, sport and team. Very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colorado Rockies. The Rockies again. Baseball. Mile high. Mm-hmm. Uh, Royals. Royals, Kansas City. There you go. Uh, Red Sox. Red Sox. Boston, our man there, played a couple of concerts with a choir that can't stand him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they didn't specify which city, but the Raiders. The Raiders. All right. Well, so wait, wait, Rams wasn't on there? Did you say uh, Rams? Rams was not in the top 10. No. Let's see. That's Razorbacks, Jimmy. Rough Riders, hey, Rays. Boy, Jimmy. Let me look Ram- at my list. Did I Did I mean to say Raiders? <laughs> no. And then finally Rams at about 15th and Ravens. See, that's what I mean. There's so many. Like I, I will tell you this. On my list, Reds was actually first, uh-huh. then Rams. Well, you said Rams. I did say Rams. Yeah, All right, it. so uh, Matt, please give us yours, and let's see if anybody gets five dollars. All right, I feel like I'm going to name more than one that wasn't even on that list, but uh, as I said, Rangers. But I didn't mean the Texas Rangers. I meant the New York Rangers. You meant the hockey. Yeah, club. That was also that was or also the on here. Rangers football club in in uh, Scotland. But, All right, uh, number four, Real Salt Lake. That's a soccer team in Salt Lake City. Oh, oh boy, uh, the Ravens. Okay. The Ravens, Baltimore. That was Oliver's pick. Baltimore Ravens. Number two. The Raiders. The Raiders. That means number one. Here we go. Do we have a winner? We do have a winner. We do have a winner. Okay. Yeah. It is the formerly and currently L.A. Rams. They left. They came back. We love them again. They were originally, were they Ohio originally? No, they were, uh, St. weren't they St. Louis Rams? St. Louis Rams. So in St. Louis, oh, L.A., right. St. Louis, L.A.? They went, yeah, they went back and forth twice. The is that right? <laughs> Maybe we don't know sports. Why do we play this game? <laughs> <laughs> he just, Elliot decided it. And again, I thought it was gonna be a shit show. It's actually worked out to, to be a fun one. It is fun. Karen sucks. <laughs> uh, so you get five bucks. I get five bucks. Adam, here's how we do this. We pay it out Joker's Wild style. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna put my hand out. Matt's gonna hand me a five dollar bill. But we all count it down. Uh, we count to five. We're counting up. We're counting to five. Right. By fives. So here, here we, we go. go. And, and five. five. All right, I got five dollars. 
<laughs> the gentleman's name is Adam Chesler. Adam, where can they, if they want to uh, see you play anything, they can go to the Sunset Marquee. Yes, Sunset Marquee on Tuesdays. Uh, but what about 17. if they live in uh, Kansas City? Where can they see you? Can, is there a, an online presence they could find you at? I, I guess. I mean, I do I do stream shows on Facebook, and my Facebook page is uh, just look for Adam Chester. Yeah. It's a picture for me playing in front of the White House. I, yes. <laughs> you know, you can't miss it. Uh, <laughs> wait, we know we're talking about, but explain to me that one. So, yeah, they, the rest of the band is not there. They're not there. Yeah, nobody was there except for me. I was camera blocking, and then they wanted me to sing the show. Uh, he did six songs for the president and for everybody there. It was cool. So I got to play six songs, and there was a crowd behind the fence of the White House who started applauding because they thought they were listening to Elvis. <laughs> 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 Which was cool. Remember when we were there? We, we went to Washington to do a show, and we like went to see the White House. It's so far away. Oh, like, I know. You can't get that close from I that know. side. So it's like, yeah, like I could see that having happening. We, we saw just, Elton John. Yeah, I saw yeah. him. People went back to the to work. We, we heard him. We saw yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing was on TV the day before the rehearsal. We were there. <laughs> <laughs> now you just blew yeah. up your spot. Yep. Uh, Adam, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. What a, and first awesome. of all, a joy to see you again after thank all these you. years. Same here. And I am literally, I, I'm giddy over here like I played with Elton John. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, a great story. I'm I'll so see what I can arrange. I'll see what I can arrange. It was a. Good for you, man. Thank I, you. What a joy. Really appreciate so happy it. for you. Just uh, nothing but joy and, and good on, on an episode that drops on Christmas Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. That's my so birthday. Oh, oh, that's birthday. exciting. Happy Thank birthday. you. All right. Well, let's, uh, you know, I'll quickly say uh, the pop culture beast, the, the bomb cyclone, the Han show, our friend Adam Chester. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. Uh, AK47, you are not forgotten, unprecedented. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Adam. Happy birthday to you. Oh, that was great. (laughs) AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2022 Never Not Funny, LLC.